To all be patty special sauce for the cheese, pickles, onions, 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 everybody to the bottom of the pit podcast where we look to the moon and we swap our palettes i am as per usual mick will be goldberg of the food chain and today i have someone that hasn't been on the pod yet and his name is uh hello i'm the champ special he's the champ special or you have a, uh, another name that you i did but i don't re- actually remember what it was <laughs> he doesn't remember his <laughs> own name <laughs> uh it was recently changed it to uh, Protégé Deluxe. There we go. That's what it was. Thank uh, you. Thank you have a pretty impressive uh, like Instagram presence. Right? Yeah. Or well, I mean, it's all right. He's getting there. It's, it's, it's getting a... there. He's a very humble man. <laughs> um, but thank you for coming on the show. Ain't no problem, man. It is an honor to finally get you on here so I can probe your brain about things that I've had questions about but mm. never really had the either the platform or the conversation never came up or yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Ask the question without it being like, why the hell did you just bring that up all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, I don't know where. So here we are. Um, so when we first met, mm-hmm. right, it was just, it was pretty much by chance. I was asked to go to uh, this convention. It's pretty popular. Yeah. Uh, uh, Otacon. Mm. Uh, probably the most uh, impressive and uh, largest anime convention. Yeah. Honestly, I actually think it's the oldest one on this, on like the East Coast. I think it's the, the like the longest running. The longest running one? Yeah, yeah. On the, just on the East Coast, though? Yeah, because yeah, I think the first one that ever started, or the, the oldest one in America, is uh, in Texas. I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's in Texas. It's probably Texacom or something sure. like that. Something like that, I don't know. I think that might actually be a gas station. No, that's Texaco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, and that was Otacon 2013. So mm-hmm. as of this recording, that was about six years ago. And we've been friends ever since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was me, uh, you, the Chance Special, uh, uh, Hungry Patient, yeah. Bondi Wolfberger, and um, and our other friend Chris. Who, yeah, yeah. Who was also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Doesn't have, he doesn't have a name. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. His name, but uh, his name is Chris. Chris. <laughs> he was there too, and it was a really fun time. Um, it was, yeah. Uh, do you want to go over some of the like the highlights of that con? That, if, you, if you remember any? No, yeah, I do. I remember that con almost like the. the the back of my hand like it happened yesterday, bro. It was amazing. Up until recently, that's probably still my favorite con memories. I remember um, we did our... What was it? The Zombie Crew? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did the Zombie Crew cosplays, our original characters or whatever. Um, and that was super dope, just going in there. We went to, like, the, the photo suite. I mean, like, that was before we actually cosplayed, like, real characters. Yeah, so. well, you were kind of in the beginning stages. Yeah, 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 cosplay. just starting out where it was, like, you know, just putting together things that I had, you know, in my right. room. I think that's I what everyone the, uh, was doing. Yeah, time. more or less. I had the, um, my, what's it called? My... <laughs> My Anbu mask that I made in eighth grade. <laughs> oh my goodness, I made an eighth grade art class. But uh, without a paper mache, though. Yeah, right? paper mache. It's still I still have it actually. It's still in my room right now. But um, but yeah, no, that was great. I remember we were taking those pictures. We uh, that same day that we took those pictures, uh, we went to the rave and I lost my phone. That was such that was that, such oh, so stressful. Such honestly, because the whole weekend was going so great. Then I lose my phone. Then I'm like, yo, I don't know where it's at. Like, let's go check if I put it in the bag. We put, we, we go up to the bag check. 
We're like, hey, and then the bag check people were annoying because we tried to get our bag, but we didn't have the ticket. We're like, bro, we don't want to just take it. With like, I just want to look in it because I think I left my phone in there. Sorry, we can't give you without a ticket, bro. I'm telling you exactly what the bag is. <laughs> it's a it's a black Adidas bag. The Adidas is red. It's got two sticks sticking out the top of it. Like, why would I just pick this random bag? Why did I just think this value was in it, bro? I'm telling you, it's our <laughs> I know bag. There's no valuables in it. Word. It's <laughs> I know that. But, um, but yeah, so we finally checked the bag. It's not in there. Um, then we had, uh, I think Kiba call it and, uh, somebody answered and we were like, <laughs> hello? And he was like, yes, who's this? Like, it's my phone. What do you mean? <laughs> like, do you, um, have you, did you find the phone? Like, yeah, I'm in the rave. I found the phone. And we could barely hear him because the music's so loud and right, all that. Right. So, uh, so we tell him, yo, can you, can, you know, can you bring it up? And he was like, no, I can't bring it up because they won't let me back in. He's like, we well, just give it to the security guard or, you know what I mean? And we were down there. We saw the guy. He was in like an all white uh, suit. He looked like Cisco. <laughs> he, oh, looked, no. he looked like the singer <laughs> Cisco. And same like, he had like the, the same like buzz cut, but with like white blind hair. You um, know what I mean? Maybe he was cosplaying as white Cisco. Yeah, maybe. That was his um, thing. But, uh, but yeah, so he, we, we got the phone from him and I was like, I was dead that whole time, but then I was just full, like entirely full of energy. We, uh, we left there. We, uh, which cut, I did a front flip into the Harbor <laughs> and, oh, and not into the Harbor, God. but into the, the fountain. well, yeah, they used to have a fountain. They barred it over now and there's nothing there now. Probably because that one time with that guy, he did like a jump flip into it <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't as shallow as yeah, you know it was. It definitely wasn't. And he definitely went in like above his head almost. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know who that guy is, but I wish him well. Uh, he's a pretty Ho- cool guy. Hopefully he's done well for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was actually, uh, kind of funny, like the whole fountain situation. Cause it yeah, wasn't yeah. like just the fact that you flipped into the fountain and it was way deeper than anticipated yeah yeah um it was also full of bubbles for yeah no because almost every year at Atacan since uh that year people have gotten i don't know if it's just bubble bath or detergent or whatever but they put it into the 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 the, the fountain system and it, just a bunch of fucking bubbles and while it was neat and kind of funny uh it also apparently cost the city a lot to get rid of them all i think so yeah so i'm sure they do something with the water yeah yeah yeah. in the fountain i'm a hundred percent sure that's exactly why it's barred over now there isn't one people won't stop putting detergent in the water yeah like yo these kids won't stop putting detergent in the water stop putting detergent in the water (laughs) (laughs) please but yeah so that's most likely why that's gone now probably but yeah um i also remember like right after uh right after you know you found your phone and you're brimming with energy and you're super excited you we went outside, uh-huh. uh, walking towards the fountain from the mm. one of the exits, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this group of people like doing like parkour. All over oh the yeah, place, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I do remember them. that. Yeah, and they were uh, they were just going like training, I guess. And then I was I was doing a, uh, they were doing. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna join in. And then I handed someone my phone, so I didn't lose it. Again. Right, they lose a second. Time. <laughs> yeah, and then I started joining them. We were, they were going through it. They taught me some stuff. We had a little conversation. I told them who I was and blah blah blah. I'm Greg Pritchard, kickboxer from Delaware, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah, nah, it was super, super fucking cool. That, and then we left, we went to the diner at like two in the oh morning. Oh my goodness, and we had, Jesus. Yeah, I bought, I bought, I've never bought that much food in one place. I bought, I had banana pancakes, 
eggs. I had hash browns, sausage, like a lot of sausage. <laughs> there was so much food. Why did I buy that much? I didn't need it. I swore you were preparing like to start your day. Honestly, but it was yeah. the last thing you were doing. Word, it was the last thing of the day. That shit was good though. That's good stuff. There's um another incident there um where the hungry patient. He also lost. He lost. His yeah, keys that was the somewhere. day before. He lost his keys. I mean, they um, take a taxi home. Yeah, we we took the taxi home. It was kind of that. I remember that brought the energy down a whole lot. We just said fuck it and I, you know, go to sleep. We'll try again tomorrow. And then in the morning, we went to uh, the first place that we went was the uh, the lost and found to see if anyone returned it. And the first thing he did when they brought out his keys was the the lady who brought it out. He literally like, <laughs> swallowed her up in a hug and lifted her off the ground. I was like, I love you so much. And like, bro. Like, they don't even know you. Anyway, they don't, you're a stranger right now. But I wonder if they get that kind of reactions a lot. When I mean, you go to Lost and Found. It's kind of yeah, like their yeah. last, last resort. Like, Word, yeah. Lost and Found, I guess. Especially if it's something like that serious. Like, that's yeah. his keys. Not only the keys to his car, but the keys to his house. You know what I mean? They had all his keys on Oh, there. my God. Yeah, he was probably thinking of all kinds of stuff. He had to go home and worry about Yeah, exactly. But, uh, no, nah, it was dope. I remember we ended up being able to still get into his car because his dad, uh, he called his dad to come to, to go to his house and pick up his extra key. Oh, right. His dad had a spare key to his house, and then he picked up his spare car key, and then he brought it over there, and then he was able to drive his car again before okay. he found his actual key. Gotcha, gotcha. But then he found his actual keys, and everything was lit. Everything was fine, and we had a good rest of the game. Yeah, 100%. Dope-ass time. I spent so much money. Yeah, that's kind of how cons go. Yeah, but I, that's, the, that's the thing. I haven't spent that much money since that con. Oh, well, you like less than obviously. True, but it was also my first time that I had money at a con. Oh, gosh. You know I mean? always been broke. Exactly. Going. So the time that I went, I only went one other time before, and it was only for a day. But uh, I literally only had money for uh, the ticket and food, but not even that much food. My bad. Not even. It wasn't even a lot of food. It was literally like... I bought a wrap inside the con, which was a mistake, and it was the most disgusting thing I had ever eaten. Scum. But I just stomached through it. I was like, fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just had to fucking scarf it down. How old is this wrap? Honestly, dude, it was so bad. Uh, but yeah, since then, I've learned my lesson. Like, I bought uh, <laughs> this fucking this prop AK-47, uh, the shotgun. Uh, I bought a new knife. I bought... Uh, the uh, replica of the, the 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 tomahawk from Assassin's Creed Four or Assassin's Creed Three. Sorry, I bought uh, what else? I don't even remember. I bought a lot of shit, a lot lightsabers. The oh, yeah. I mean the fake you know, I mean the fake one, toy yeah. kinds, but like I bought two of those. I bought an Assassin's Creed hat, like one of the ones that people like hand make, so you know it wasn't like ten bucks. It was probably like thirty. Oh yeah. Oh man, it's been so much money. I had to spend like almost probably like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars maybe. But uh, but yeah, since then it's only been like uh, I spend like forty bucks on like some art, and that's it. Maybe. Yeah. You maybe. Know? Some yeah. Art. Maybe. Maybe. Depends probably. On, depends on who shows up. Where yeah, everything else is just like food, and that's it. Right. <laughs> well, I remember in that um that con, I don't know why this sticks with me so much. Yeah. Um, almost every. Every meal we had, I think, was um, was Five Guys. Yeah, five almost guys every on single one. Yeah, we always go to Five Guys and just chow down. Yeah, and it was it was delicious. Yeah, honestly. But when I got home, the um, the bowel movement <laughs> afterwards, like I was hoping, like you kind of hope for like an explosive bowel movement. Yeah, it yeah. It goes yeah. fast, but it wasn't. It was like a really 
Sorry, the, you guys can like the, mute, mute this now the, if you want for a couple of seconds. But it was real like bubbly and heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was like one of those like con things. You go and you eat like shit for yeah, like yeah. three days, Honestly, and you come yeah. home and it, your body like it's like all right, we gotta work the shit. Yeah, out we're like, well, now you're gonna have to pay for it because we're stopped up. But now I get that, man. Literally at the last con that we went to, um, which con I had literally like very recently, I had, I think for every meal it was like, Subway, which isn't that bad, because you know what I mean it's just a sub, and I usually get pretty healthy things on my subs, but then after that it was just like, McDonald's, <laughs> Chick Fil A, you know what I mean? Like, ah, it was just like just whatever's around, and the McDonald's was the closest thing, just right across the street. Hey, you have to go to where it's closest. Like, Word, it's yeah. Across town to go to a. Words to try and get some fucking like green leaf smoothie or some shit. Nah, fuck that. I forget about it. But yeah, nah, it was. It's always a time right after cons. Yeah, yeah. a lot of recovery. Agreed. But it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Your good memories pull you through those bad after, <laughs> yeah. after con yeah, the, symptoms. <laughs> word, yeah. The, as some people call it, the con crud. The con crud, is that what it's called? Yeah. It's like, I mean, you're around a lot of people and some people aren't the cleanliest. True. So you end like, if you feel after a con you start getting sick, you call it the con crud. Yeah, the, the con crud. Yeah, yeah. No matter, it could be a cold, it could be hepatitis. Word, C, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> word, yeah. You could, <laughs> it's just the con crud. It could be AIDS. You're like, damn it, this fucking con crud. what hepatitis con. That's what the C stands for. <laughs> That's funny. Hepatitis con. Well, yeah, and in conclusion, that was that was um, where we first met, that Otacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of cool memories, good, bad, but, you know, when you look back that far, there's no, like, good, bad. It's just just memories that yeah, you can just, just laugh at now or, just or admire now, you know, like how you spent yeah, yeah. $300. At the yeah, word. I wish I had that kind and of And then money. jumped into, like, into a bubbly fountain. <laughs> word. Uh, but moving on to the usual topics at hand, mm. uh, going on to the, the whole thing of, of fighting games. Mm. Uh, when I first met you, I was really impressed because you said you were... You're a world class martial artist. You're yeah. you're you're like world champ at your. You say world champ. Uh-huh. World champ. Yeah. Yes, you're a world champ. I was champ a 20, 2012 uh, K1 kickboxing champion in the uh, WKA circuit. Nice. Yeah. Nice. See, I don't quite understand what and most of the, some of that was. I don't know what K12 is. Yeah, or, K1 is or K1. Uh, yeah, K1 is a is a certain style of kickboxing. Um, really popular in like Holland, but uh, it's. It's just a different rule set. Oh, different you, rule set. Yeah, okay. so you can punch, you can kick, you can knee, um, and you can clinch, but you can only clinch and throw one strike. After you throw that one strike, you have to let go. Let him go. Okay. Yeah, you can't just wail so, on him. Yeah, exactly. So in like Muay Thai, you can clinch and you can just continue to do whatever. You can work in your clinch. Um, you can move. You can change positions, keep kneeing, elbow, but uh, you can't do that in K1. You got to let go after that first. All right, but yeah, um, so that's it. I mean, and WKA just stands for... Uh, World Kickboxing uh, or Karate Association, and they just uh, they do. I know they do some professional shows and they do a lot of uh, amateur shows. Um, but the WKAs are uh, it's a weekend long tournament, and then for the worlds they do a week long tournament. So depending on how many people you have, you might be fighting every day. You might be fighting every other day. Um, and that's yeah. what you were. That was the. I guess the tournament that was the tournament mm-hmm. you were involved in. Yeah, yeah. Long one. Mm-hmm. Well, both. Oh, you both, have to both. you have to fight in the nationals first. You have to win at the nationals and in order to become. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, you win, and they also they invite the first and second place, um, just in case the first place can't show up, then they want you know the second place. Gotcha. Um, and then you know you go to the world, you compete there, um, which ended up we both me and the second place guy ended up being there again, so I had to fight him again, even him. though yeah, even though we were both representing U.S. Um, we had to fight because there had to be a clear winner, you know what I mean? Gotcha. 
um, and I beat him again, and then uh, bought, fought a kid, a kid from Lebanon um, for the world championship, and uh, beat him too. <laughs> All right, that must have been really such an emotional moment for you there. It was very, very much. I did a flip in the ring, uh, not into water this time. <laughs> and sure? uh Yeah. <laughs> Just sweat, just sweat everywhere. Nah, it was just super dope. And then after they, when they announce all the winners or whatever, you stand kind of like in the Olympics where you stand on like the the podium, the one, two, three, John. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was at the top and I just I see everybody cheering and I look down, I look down. It's like just fucking here, bro. It was just cool. World champ. Word. It's like a local champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best fighter in Delaware. Yeah, yeah. The best fighter in the United States. The best fighter in the world. Word. It was super humbling. Super like. It was just really cool, man. I loved it. Nice. Yeah, it was super It's funny you say it's humbling. Most people, that would, they'll say the opposite. Like, it builds their head or mm-hmm. you notice. True that. But a lot of the people that I that, that were there that had the most boisterous heads that I knew from, like, the, from, you know, they, they fought also in Delaware, mm-hmm. uh, in local gyms and all that. Um, they, ended, they ended up only getting, like, silver. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah. And they, they ended up, like, getting beat and not even, like, slightly, like, beat by the people that that they fought against in the in the worlds. So I'm like, y'all are big stuff here, you know what I mean? But yeah, this is one small area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you now you're fighting people from all over. You're fighting people from uh like there was people from China, from Italy, from Germany, from uh uh, uh there was like there were no fighters from Japan, which I was actually trying to see, Japan and Korea. Um because it I mean most Asian countries are real heavy in any kind of fighting, but right, even so, there were a lot of really, really good uh, K one fighters coming from those places, and it wasn't just K one. There we had Muay Thai fighters, uh, uh, continuous or full rules fighting, which is kickboxing but with no knees or elbows. It's just punches and kicks. Okay. Um, no clinches either. I imagine. Yeah, no, no clinches. They have um, they had karate fighters, point to point fighters. Uh, just a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, Jiu-jitsu like a, guys, you know what I mean? And that's like a big melting pot. Yeah, it was a, it was like, it was a lot. They even had like forms uh, practitioners and kata practitioners that from kung fu and karate that that would uh, they were competing for their t- their spot. Um, so yeah, it wasn't just you know what I mean people there fighting it was people there in all aspects more or less of martial arts, and it was just it was to be there you know what I mean with yeah surrounded by all yeah that. surrounded by literally the best fighters in the world at the you know what I mean like. Okay. That's and I was only like sixteen. You know what I mean? I, I'm I was invited here to do this. I'm like, what? Like this is insane to me. Right. I'm not trying to like blow your head up or anything, but that sounds. You sound like like an anime protagonist. Right now. <laughs> I'm a sixteen year old boy <laughs> surrounded by the world's greatest. <laughs> Watch Yo. me compete to be the world champion. Yo, like seriously, I was like Baki out there, bro. I was <laughs> trying to do my best, bro. Just impress my dad. Who is also a yeah. fucking fighter, you know what I mean? Are you boxing? Yeah, word. Ah, oh, that shit was crazy. But yeah, yeah. It was, like, honestly, it was one of the best experiences of my life. And I was, it's crazy, leading up to it, I was kind of scared or nervous. Um, um, and, yeah, and I didn't want to go, but my dad was not having it. And I'm glad he did that. Right. Um, but you saw you had the skills. Yeah, exactly. Of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. Your parents, uh, which my dad was also my coach. So yeah, your parents, you know, tell you, oh, I believe in you. You know what I mean? You right. you can be the best because they're supposed to. But 
it's different coming from someone who's been there, who's done these things, and who trains more than just you. I wasn't even supposed to be a fighter. My dad did not think I was going to be a fighter. Really? Cause, yeah, because I was a little, like, little bitch. You know what I mean? I was a punk as a kid. I was <laughs> I didn't want to fight. I was scared of everything. Oh, cursing is allowed on this show. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. I was a little bitch, bro. Like, <laughs> I was a bitch. I was a little scaredy cat. I was whatever you want to call it. Like, I did not want to fight. Um... But when I we, mo- we ended up moving from where we were in Wilmington up to Newark and in this new in a new place where no one knew me because um, I was always you know what I mean I was never like talkative I was real quiet so I didn't have much in that aspect I didn't have I didn't have any connections like that so in this new place I was like I'm not gonna be the same kid that I was so let me you know what I mean let me actually put myself in there let me put myself in the ring let me do something that's gonna make me you know what I mean that's gonna yeah, toughen that me chance. up yeah um and the first time I asked my dad was like no no yeah, <laughs> just straight just, up no straight up like no no chance yeah you're not you're not getting in the ring um and he put on he was putting on a kickboxing show in our gym and one of the fighters that were there uh, my age my weight his fighter I guess didn't make it or pulled out or whatever mm. um so he was like look I got a guy who's never, he's, this is his first fight, so it would be your first fight too. Like, we're just making an exhibition, so it won't count on the record or anything. It's really just to fill the spot on the show. Okay. If you want to do it, you can. I will put you on there, but you're not allowed to back out. You're not allowed to complain. If you get in there and you start being, and you get start getting scared, you are not allowed to quit. And if you do, I don't ever want to hear you talk about anything even close to doing this again. He's like, you understand? I was I like, yes. He's like, you still want to do it? I was like, yes. He's like, all right. So he brought me in. We did it, and I, <laughs> I was so scared. I was be this the most afraid that I've ever been in my life. Like, it was my first ever. You know what I mean? Your first ever fight, and you yeah. never thought beforehand that you would be you would be in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do it. This is it. Like, I've had training. I know what I'm doing. Although I didn't really. The only thing I threw in that entire fight was a jab and my right leg. Oh, no. Yeah, but I ended up doing well enough where, you know what I mean, even though I only threw two techniques, I was still, you know, I still did good. My dad was like, all right, if you if this is what you want to do, then, you know what I mean, like, now you can try out for the fight team. Not put on the fight team. Right, try out. Try out for the fight team. And I only made it onto the fight team by one vote. I was not there. Yeah, so it, it was like a shoo-in. Yeah, no, I, I was not, I was not let into this easy I had to train I had to do these things just because my dad was the head coach actually that made it worse for me because he expected more from me than anyone else yeah exactly so anytime anyone you know what I mean if we if there was a if we showed up to like a Sunday and everyone was gone because of this that or the other thing but it was me there all right well I guess you're running then you know what I mean on Christmas it was only me and uh uh, my teammate Zach Kelly just us in the snow. We ran. You know what I mean. We ran around. We ran three miles around the park. We ran sprints. We ran uh, hurdles. All that. We had. I had no choice. I was never allowed to say no to training. I had to be there. You yeah. know what I mean. And uh, do you think the fact that you weren't allowed to just kind of walk in to mm-hmm. the team, you think that really helped push you forward into? Oh yeah, of course. A, um, as exceptional as you are. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of a, you know, a, you know, did adds into me being a bitch. Um, I was kind of emotional. So anytime someone like, I never, I was never really used to praise or I guess like, what's it called? Uh, positive reinforcement. Cause I never got it. It was usually negative. Um, so 
going into it, you know, they would be like, uh, like one of our old fighters, um, Rich, Rich Leg. He was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really think he's ready. It, I kind of question his dedication to, you know, the gym in general, let alone, you know, being a fighter. And that hurt a lot. And because he was one of the people that didn't vote me on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, the ones that didn't, they, everyone voiced their opinion as to why. And, uh, you know what I mean? Just hearing all that, you know, with my dad, in my dad's brain, he was like, nah, man, that should motivate you to prove them wrong. But to me, it was like, nah, they, they don't think I can make it. So, like, how could I think that I can make it? You know right. what I mean? It's These like are the, all the best fighters that I know. It's like the yin, yin and yang of Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, even so, it may not have lit that fire in that circumstance, but it was like, no, I'm not going to... I had to light it in myself, you know what okay. I mean? It wasn't like people were giving me what I needed to, to be great. I had to make it within myself. So, literally, like, as I was thinking back to, you know, the times that I was bullied as a kid, times that I was picked on, times that I was bitched out, you know what I mean? Because people would get in my face and I would immediately back down. I was like, no, I can't be that. I cannot be that guy. I don't... I like... You see who my dad is, who's basically Goku. Like, I can't be, you know, child <laughs> Gohan. I got to be teen Gohan. Teen you know Gohan. what I mean? I got to be out here wrecking Cell. Yeah. I got to fucking kill all the Cell Juniors before they destroy all my <laughs> friends. Like, I really, like, I just, I was like, I'm not going to, I can't be that guy anymore. Okay. If I do, then I'm going to grow up. If I have a son, I'm not going to be able to protect my son. I'm not yeah. going to, how can I tell him that you need to fight if I wasn't going to be the one to fight? Right, you know what I mean? you couldn't fight. I exactly. Fight. So through all those things, I was able to, 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 to put myself up, bring myself up. I had my first, uh, I had a few exhibitions. I had my first fight when I was 15 um, against a guy who was 19. And my dad didn't tell me then, but I was nervous about it. And I, and I told him, like, I'm really nervous. Like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm going to do good. And he said... When, when I said that, he almost threw up because he was nervous too. But, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when he told me uh, that instead of that, he just stomached it down and was like, he was like, are you kidding me, man? You've been training all, you've been training hard this entire time, blah, blah, blah. You put in all this work. You had all these exhibitions. You didn't take a single break. Uh, this guy's like, on the last weekend, he's been uh, out snowboarding, partying, having fun. You've been just in the gym. You got this, blah, blah, blah. And that was the first time he ever like, you know what I mean? Like, hype me up, talk me up about it. And then, so I started to feel myself. And I was nervous up, like, getting the weigh-ins, you know, taking the, the face-off pictures, all that. And everything, like, it reminds me of something that uh, Mike Tyson said. But, like, like the whole time I'm like, just fucking, who are you? What are you doing? You don't need to be going in the ring like this. Like, you're just this scaredy-cat kid. Like, stop. You don't need to do this. And then the second they called my name and I walked out uh, uh, into into the room where the ring is... I just was like, everything changed. I was right. just like, I am a god. Like I just wanted to get out there and rip faces off, um, and I just, it just like the confidence level just changed immediately. Right. Kind of like they're like a whole new person. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like I then like you saw me like if you if you could see the old video of me doing this when I walked out like I had my chest puffed out like I was <laughs> Superman or some shit and I was walking down the fucking road just trying to look tough as shit, um, and I was still this like hundred. 40 pound like skinny kid oh, <laughs> but um so what's the, the box chest yeah weird, yeah right like what's the bird chest bird, yeah that's what I look like but chest. uh fucking I got in the ring and we started the fight and I I just I was, I was good man like I was flowing I was going um I ended up winning that fight and I was and I just kept winning I was undefeated until I came back and I only lost one fight um after I took a two year hiatus 
my first fight back, I, I lost one, and the immediate one after that, I won. And then I was like, all right, well, you know what I mean? I'm done. I don't really need to do this anymore. I set out, to, as my goal set out for it was to, to change who I was as a person, right. to not be that scaredy cat. It's like, just like a personal goal. Yeah, yeah. So after I got it, after I won the world, after I won nationals twice, after I came back and proved that I wasn't you know afraid to fight, whether I was going to lose or not, I wasn't afraid to, to, to get in there, I didn't really need to fight anymore. Okay, so the pretty much your whole career as as a fighter was pretty much just like an like an inner journey. Like mm-hmm. the, you had like a lot of inner turmoil that came, yeah, yeah. kind of stemmed from the fact that you kind of weren't as I don't want to say confrontational, but you weren't as as um, like outstanding. Yeah, well, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. You weren't like as willing to to defend yourself as yeah, you yeah. wish you would be. Exactly. Yeah. So you you set out. You took the necessary steps to change that. Indeed, yeah, that was literally the entire reason that I fought. And like I said, I, I just had to convince myself, like, if you don't do this, like, you're never going to change. You're not going to be, you, you can't make yourself that person without putting yourself in a situation to be that person. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I, if I wanted to be the guy who was going to be able to, you know what I mean, uh, protect my home, protect, you know what I mean, my you know future wife, kids, anything, my family, currently, my friends, anything, I was going to have to put myself in a position where... I'm, I have no choice but to fight. I can't back down so that I know when the time comes, if it were to come, then I won't back down. Gotcha. And yeah. that's, that's things you can't learn, like just yeah. sitting and watching videos. Right, exactly. Or, that's not something you, like you can that. develop just through, you know, seeing it. You have to, it's just like drawing or anything else. You have to do it in order to get better at it. Yeah, I've, and I think a lot of people need to kind of get that. Just not even so much as as you know becoming a fighter and learning yeah, yeah. to defend yourself just anything in general mm-hmm. like you if you want to be an artist yeah, you can't yeah. just be like oh damn I wish I was an artist yeah 100% you can't, you can't have it in your head that you're going to be the greatest artist and then be like well you know what if I can't be an artist yeah exactly what if I can't draw what if I won't draw no nah, 100% or if I can't do it well I use that logic literally with everything that I do from my cosplay to whether I want to get better at a video game like when I was trying to get better at Tekken when I was playing with you guys <laughs> Like, I was like, yo, like, I because any time I, the only time I really practiced when I played with you guys, and literally after the first time that um, uh, me and you fought uh, against everyone and we, we beat them with Brian and Panda, Brian, I was man. like, I'm going to GameStop tonight. I didn't, I couldn't, it was closed. <laughs> <I> went, <laughs> the next day, <laughs> I went the next day, bought Tekken, went home and just practiced. Right. Like, all week, I would get, I would literally, I would go to work. Work all day, get back home, turn on the Xbox. Like I had practice. to, I had to practice, and I was, I was, I had to fucking practice on the 360, and you guys all played on PS3. But you still came over and it transferred. Worked, really yeah, I, I never would have thought that you were a 360 player. Honestly, it transferred so well, man, and it, it's crazy because I didn't know that people, I didn't know the difference between being like house good and like. Tournament level good, I guess. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I was good. I could beat computers. Right. But, like, and, and, like, my brothers or, and, and my sisters, you know what I mean? Like, when we were playing at home, yeah, I'm beating them, my cousins and all that. But, like, that's not, that's not, not real. Yeah, that's not really good. So then that, uh, that same Otacon, uh, I played Tekken 6 for the first time against actual people, like, mm. in, the, in that setting. And I got wrecked it was terrible <laughs> oh, i got no. destroyed like so much so that i only landed like two shots in the very beginning of the first match 
or the first round, and that was it. <laughs> he touched the guy again. Uh, I hate to hear that. Oh, he was dragging up, and he just countered everything. He just knew what I was going to do. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go for the high kick. And he just did his, like, as soon as I went for his for Brian's mock kick, yeah. he did the fucking tackle and just went underneath my leg. And I was like, all right, Low I'm done. So like, let me just go home. <laughs> I don't need to be at this con. Uh, I hate to hear that. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. But that, like I said, that, you know, it lights a fire. It makes you... You know, when you want to be good at something, then you you got to put yourself in that position. If I didn't do that, then I would still think that I'm good at Tekken. You know what I mean? No, but without actually exactly. having the skills to back it up. Exactly. So, uh, But you definitely, for sure, have the skills to back it up. By the end of, like, I won't say the end of our Tekken run, because Tekken, Tekken's still going. We don't yeah, play yeah, as yeah. often, but at the, I say the peak of when, I guess it was uh, Tag 2, mm-hmm. is what we were playing at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were one of the, the, the better... The better members. Thank you. At the um at the game, you know, having you on like when we have we would shuffle teams, it was yeah, always yeah, like, yeah. oh, I got Greg, we got this. Yeah, got yeah, it, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got you, I got you, I got you. But now, yeah, that's honestly when I when I got that when that you know started becoming the thing, I was it just lit a fire more, man. <laughs> when I had someone excited to be on my team, I was like, oh, where we got oh, yeah, this. We got this. It was lit, and we had a lot of intense battles throughout that run. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the best thing about tag. Yeah. Uh, was the fact that you know we could team up with your friends go mm-hmm. against your other friends so 100% yeah like, you kind of don't get that Like, and more games than they do that especially mm-hmm. just more games just add a tag team I agree mode. yeah add yeah tag team add a tag team mode yeah it, there's nothing wrong with it literally no bad can come of it really it's don't, just good don't even be like oh well about tournaments who cares? Don't yeah, make a tournament. Make doubles tournaments. Who cares, bro? Like, make doubles tournaments. Yeah, it's Come not on. that hard. It's like, not hard. And people want it. Oh, seriously. it's good for casuals. Weird. People, people were mad that... Fun. Yeah, people were mad that MK11 didn't have the tag. I was mad. I was mad MKX didn't have the tag. Yeah, I, just, uh, I can believe it, bro. And I remember... I was, I was never good at really more, uh, at Mortal Kombat. But when you guys were playing uh, MK9 and I saw like... You guys getting the, like the serious fucking combos. And you're like, ah, oh, damn it, I died. All right, cool. Well, I got this. I'm going to get me. I'm going to pull it back. <laughs> That was cool, man. I love I I absolutely love that aspect of any fighting game. You know what I mean? Right. If you this if you could team up with a friend, it just makes it that much more fun. Right. It, even though it's like a fun atmosphere, yeah. it's still it, it's still a little bit emotionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, for real. Because you get you get even more hype because it's not just one of you; it's yeah. both of you relying on each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, well, I'm at low health. Well, you're gonna have to do this. Don't worry, I'm gonna set up the fucking tag the the tag crash, and you're gonna get in there too. Right. Like, <laughs> it was just ah, there's nothing better than that, bro. It's, no, it's, and I wish more games would bring it back. Nah, hundred percent. There's even like tag team games, like uh, like the Blaze Blue game. I know yeah, you yeah. play Blaze Blue with yeah. cross tag battle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have tag. You can't play with your team. Yeah, you. you I mean, you have two characters, couch. but you can't. Yeah, you can't just have another player with you. And again, it's just it doesn't make sense as to why you couldn't do it, because they. I mean, y'all can. Yeah, we know it's we, been done. You it, know the technology exists. It's been done on technologies that are way weaker than what yeah, we have exactly. Now. What's no. the problem? Yeah, for real. Like seriously, if you could do it on MK9 on the PS3, you know what I mean? Right, you can, you do, can it. do it now on any game any on the PS4, like, bro. Seriously, you're totally right about that. Uh, it doesn't make sense, but hopefully soon, soon enough, you know what I mean? It'll be a thing. Um, but you brought up uh, Tekken earlier. Actually, you brought it up, and we never really left it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up Tekken earlier. Uh, you know, you're like beginning Tekken. You know, you're playing Tekken Six on the Xbox, and yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was what you started with, and you know, you started playing with us, and we all started to improve through yeah, gameplay. Yeah. Um, uh, in the whole group, you're the only uh, only Brian player out of all of us, and uh, you started a little rough, you know, by your own admission. Yeah, yeah. But at, by the end, you were a fantastic Brian. You had long combos. Uh, you could go toe to toe with me. I'm not saying I'm the greatest Tekken player in the world, <laughs> but, but of I'm, the team, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
and it was it was really cool seeing you uh, seeing you grow, seeing you improve your Brian. Thank you. Because seeing a good Brian is like really magical. Because I know yeah, he's yeah. a high execution character. He's yeah, not, yeah, it's not easy. You can definitely do, not. You can do your snake edges. You can do your Mac, Mac punches or yeah, Mac yeah. kicks or whatever that big ass kick he has where he does yeah, his yeah. little taunt. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. charge it up. That's the extent of my Brian knowledge. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. That's as far as I go. Mm-hmm. And I know his combos are hard to do. So seeing you pull them off is really impressive to me. Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't think I could do it as as, uh, as smooth as you do. I'll be dropping them like crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, he's my favorite. Uh, but I wouldn't... If I saw a list of characters, mm-hmm. like a, give me a list of the Tekken characters, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at their like personalities and all that stuff. I wouldn't really peg you as as Brian because Brian's you know he's sadistic, he's crazy, he's masochistic. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care much about anything. Like, Yoshimitsu saved his life, and he was like, "Thank you, I killed your whole squad though." By the way, just now, like as <laughs> he's not he's not a real nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, what about him though? Kind of drew you to to Brian Fury. Um, not only his well, his personality yes does not match up with mine at all. However, his fighting style does because he's a kickboxer. He's a kickboxer. Yeah. So immediately I was like, even as a kid, because my dad was always a kickboxer. So I was like, oh shit, he does what my dad does? That's dope. I'm going to be him. Um, but I do love that he's sadistic. I do love that he's, you know what I mean, uh, what's essentially an unstoppable cyborg. I mean, yeah, I've gotten much. I've gotten shit on for using him. A bunch of people, man, oh, you, you spam snake edge? Like, maybe. Shut, shut if you up. get hit by snake Yeah, where? If you're going to not block low, then it's yes. The slowest move. <laughs> where, yeah. If you get hit by snake edge, you just got hit by snake edge. Exactly. What's the point? But, um... But yeah, like, and one person, when I cosplayed him, I cosplayed his uh, Tekken 7 version. Yeah, it was really great. I put it, yeah, it was my favorite fucking cosplay for the longest time. I put up a picture of it, and someone commented on it. Oh, look, someone cosplayed a garbage can. And I was <laughs> like, wow! Wow! That hurts me as a cosplayer, wow. but also as a Brian man. Right, <laughs> like, that double hurts. But, um, but yeah, and I mean, that person cosplayed, I mean, uh, maimed, what's her name? The, the, the other robot girl. Oh, Alyssa? Yeah, her. Man, fuck Alyssa. Fuck, I hate fuck her. Fuck Alyssa. Piece of Seriously, shit. Seriously, I hate her. But, um, but no, yeah, his his personality is what I tried to be as a kickboxer. Okay. Because when you go in, you can't, you cannot at all uh, be timid. You can be scared. You know what I mean? Right, you can be, you can be nervous. Yeah, you can be scared to be in there. But you, the second you show timidity where, you know what I mean, you get hit and you wince from it, then they're on you. They're on you like white on rice. Because the, the second you show that weakness, they got you. They know they got you. You know what I mean? Got so you. you're basically buffing your opponent in the ring. Right. It, ment- mentally. Yeah, exactly. They, they kind of go into no, exactly, like, yeah. a frenzy, but No, yeah, no, no. You. Almost, yeah, like like when a shark smells blood. Like, just like that. It's, um, what's it called? In, in fighting, we say it's about... Mm, 30% physical and 70% mental. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So the physical aspect is important, yes, being in shape. But you can be fat and not like and not be in shape, but not be afraid and just have that mental edge and destroy whoever you're right. fighting. There's you know a what couple mean? of martial artists. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam. Indeed. Sammo Hung is one of them. One of the more famous uh, big kung fu guys can do flips with the best of them. Um, but he, they, 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 which card? It, it seeing Brian like that was like okay that's how I need to be I need to make pe- I need to, to to have that mental edge that mental edge to say fuck you you're not gonna hurt me I'm gonna hurt you and you need to worry about me 
You know what I mean? Yeah, Not the yeah, other way sure, around. Sure. Exactly. They, need to be afraid. they need to be afraid of you. Exactly. Um, and that's something that my dad always tried to teach me um, as my coach. As a coach, he tried to teach, he tries to teach that to all of his fighters. You know what I mean? Don't let them, don't worry about what they got. Make them worry about what you got. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and it always, I mean, I always think about that. It resonates, but it just hit harder when I thought about it through Brian. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not worried about, he didn't care if you have a sword. He didn't care if you have a gun. He didn't care if you have a fucking helicopter. Like, he's going to throw an iron girder at it <laughs> and blow it up because he doesn't give a shit. Like, he's Brian Fury. Because he's Brian goddamn Fury. And that's that's honestly why he, like, I I, I resonate with him so much because he, he's who I wanted to be as a kickboxer. You know what right. I mean? I can dig that. And it's it's kind of funny because I don't want to call you like calm and collected like on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're, you're, you're chill. You're a chill guy. Yeah, yeah. I try and to And then be. say you kind of, you know, you try to tap into your inner Brian mm-hmm. uh, in in the arena. Yeah, man. You got to flip a switch. And, but, and it's kind of funny because uh, Brian Fury as a character, he's definitely sadistic on the outside. Yeah, yeah. But his moves, they hit hard. Don't get me wrong. And they're mm-hmm. very very vicious but he's he's not sloppy about him yeah 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 he's yeah. very he's very precise and he's mm. very sharp and he's, he puts him his, his moves where they have to go yeah exactly um usually characters you know oh he's really sadistic and and this that yeah and yeah the others like oh he, they're like throwing haymakers exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but i don't even think he has a stomp does he no he doesn't have a stomp he doesn't have a. I mean, he's got that uh, the 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 ending scene where he's you know what i mean ground oh, pounding the shit i love it i love that's <laughs> my favorite one um, and I especially like it when it's a character I specifically hate, like Alyssa, or like uh, if I just beat like a, a gin player or something oh like that. You God, know what I mean? Oh, and you just no, 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 no. I love it. It is my favorite. But um, but no, yeah, honestly, and that 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 kind of makes it even better for me because he's that sadistic. But everything he does is so like it's precise. Like he, you know. And it, it kind of works against him because his his moves are so clear cut yeah. that they're easy to read. But at the same time, again, if you get hit with him, you're getting hit. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? He's got the full power. Yeah, exactly. It's all power behind. It's all precise. And again, that's something that I before I even played him, that's something that I tried to do in my in kickboxing. Gotcha. You got to be like, especially because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that big of a guy. I'm not very strong, or I'm not big. Right, so like a power yeah, so right. I'm not yeah, so I'm not. I don't have a lot of weight behind my punches or kicks. But I still hit hard, and I can still knock people out because of the technique that I use for them. All right, so it's just it's just literally just constant uh, uh, muscle memory, uh, uh, constant uh, what's it called? Repetitive work. You know what I mean? Um, one thing that my coach always told me was repetition is the mother of skill. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So the more you do it, the better you get at it. And so when we're out there doing hundreds of kicks, thousands of kicks, millions of kicks, you know what I mean? As we keep going and keep going, then it's almost impossible to do it that many times, unless you're just not thinking about it. It's almost impossible to do something that many times and not be able to improve it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once I'm, you know, instead of just being able to throw my hands out there, I have to make sure I'm turning my shoulders, I'm pivoting my feet, I'm turning my hip into it so that all the power is in that punch going through the skinny arm where it hits hard and hits precise because of the technique rather than, you know what I mean, that I'm just throwing my weight. Right, and, you know and, and putting all those pieces together into something like that, that yeah, must, yeah. That's, that's years of dedication. Yeah, man. That's I mean, I started when I was three things. years old, so <laughs> it's a, yeah, right. I mean, I've been in it for quite <laughs> some time. So, you know. you can just throw your hand out there, right? Yeah, you yeah. Throw your hand out there. Then it's Everybody like, oh. knows in some, in some, uh, to some degree how to punch. Right, instinctually. You know, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You, can, you know you should do it. Exactly. And then 
you know, there's a whole, put your shoulder into it. Mm -hmm. That's another piece. And then yeah, you yeah. got to work on that for years. Exactly. And then put your hip into it. You got to work on that for years. Then, you know, work your feet. You got to work on that for years. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. little pieces that got to put together. Exactly. And then when you teach, you try and give it to everyone at once. But uh, you always got to pull back and remember, wait, no, they don't get it that quick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they got to. It takes a so while. So every time now, uh, as a teacher, I try and make it. So I'm giving people one thing at a time to work on. So like, especially if you're a beginner, the most important thing is keep your hands up. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I'm always, the one thing I'm drilling with beginners is punch out, bring your hand to your face. Um, and then after that, you know, okay, well, you got your hand up now. Let me get you to turn that shoulder more into your punch. Okay, you're turning that shoulder now. Let me get you to pivot, make sure you're pivoting that back foot and pivot as much as you can. Don't just bring it up, but really, really turn it. And then, you know what I mean? It's a way to, 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 to tell them without really telling them. The, you know, the proper way to do it. Got you slowly but surely working. Yeah, exactly. So rather than naturally like, learning. Yeah, rather than like, you need to do this, 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 and this. Now. It it's becomes like, work after Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It becomes it's, it's too taxing, yeah. Yeah, and tedious and mm -hmm. not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, if if they switch Brian up, right? Yeah. Say, say they added like a, a new character that fights like Brian, right? Mm -hmm. And they just, oh, Brian's like, now he's just like a cyborg and he fights... He, f he fights sadistic now. He's got, like, mm. no style. Yeah, yeah, Would that, like, kind of deter you away from the character after that? A hundred percent. Um, it, I'd have to, because he's still the character, yeah. I'd probably still, you know what I mean, try and pick him up. Um, but I don't know if I'd really enjoy it. I'd probably yeah. play the other character yeah, as well. Him. Yeah. Um, just because he, you know, he's got the fighting style, so I know what I'm doing. Yeah, However, you just pick it up. yeah, yeah. However, yeah, I just wouldn't like it. It would not that, be. I would not be enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really doubt they would do something like that. Probably yeah, yeah, a yeah, fan yeah. favorite. They, they couldn't. They couldn't really jack him up like mm -hmm. that. Um, but in in um the crossover Street Fighter X Tekken, yeah, they yeah. brought in Brian, and he was not like his Tekken counterpart yeah. at all. They gave yeah. him like more savage moves. Mm -hmm. It was almost a brand new move set. It was he had like shadows of what he used to do. Okay. Um, but it was. Kind of just like a brand new move set. Yeah, and yeah, his yeah. stance was different too. You know, he's got that, you know, that stance. That normal, yeah, the yeah, fighting normal stance, stances. Yeah. But he had like a more of a stance that matched his personality. His fighting style matched his personality, uh, um, which is less interesting in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, he was more hunched over. He had one hand balled up, but the other one was, I forget what the order was, but the other hand was like open and uh, and he had like a move where he'll lunge forward and knee you and then he'll like stomp on you. And he had other things like that. Yeah, yeah, He had yeah. like, like command normal. Yeah, that's disappointing i wouldn't uh, i'm glad i didn't play that game yeah. <laughs> but uh if i did i know i'd probably be really disappointed in that. yeah i'm sure a lot of like brian players were pretty disappointed because yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't really he didn't have the same feeling yeah. as brian of course so i feel like that's um uh, i just feel like that's something that they shouldn't do in any of tekken agree but in tekken 3 when brian was introduced mm -hmm. and um i didn't he didn't he had like his his sadistic streak that they kind of told you yeah yeah um, but he was, he seemed more reserved. Mm -hmm. He, um, he kind of walked, he walked in, he had his snake, his snake, uh, snake Yeah, skin. yeah, snake skin pants. Yeah, and it's like his nice shoes on, he had yeah, this yeah. tight black shirt, it was like uh, tucked in, and he walked in with like his hands behind his back, he yeah, just yeah. fell into a stance. Uh -huh. I know the characters didn't have like full personalities back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he had his, his fighting, his, his fighting style that yeah, I guess yeah. like is. No, I, um, I remember that too, because that was the first, uh, Tekken that I ever played. And I remember seeing him there, and I was like, he seems neat. But not like, I didn't fall in love with him back then. Right. But I do remember, like, as I think back to it now, I'm like, damn, that's really cool. Because it seems like, 
as they progressed, he just kind of got crazier. Right, like his brain you know was I mean? like Yeah, so, so like as he became, and then as he became more bionic, then like the human part of him started leaving more. Yeah, it makes and sense. And I really like that. I enjoy <laughs> that. Well, let's hope eventually he doesn't take like the Jack route and like buy like. Yeah, yeah. He just he's just robot. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying. That, that, that's that would be suck. really bad. Agreed. Um, but he was um he was like a like a police officer before. Yeah, that, yeah, so yeah. I imagine like he had to at least be somewhat confident. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes yeah. You know, he got shot <laughs> by like drug dealers and shit. Yeah, word. Um, uh, from doing that. But I thought I always thought that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. how his like, um, his progression as a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else about Brian that like really like captured your attention? Aside from, like, the way he fought? Um, I mean, this is real minimal, but his gray hair. His gray hair? Yeah, yeah. I just like gray hair. <laughs> I just think gray hair is cool. So when I had a character, you know what I mean, who's already, you know what I mean, he's got my fighting style, he's got, you know what I mean, a demeanor that I would like when I'm in the ring, plus he's got gray hair, which I want, you know what I mean? It's just, it was kind of like he was tailor-made for kinda, me specifically, kinda, yeah, you know what I mean? kind of like that. Like, or did you just, like, model, like, your likes and ones around I mean, Brian? I don't, it could be that. It could honestly just have some kind of, like, weird, like, mind mind powers over me, because it's just troubling my psychosis somehow. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it works. I mean, just, I like the color green because of reptile. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's yeah. not like... But no, I've always, I've always loved gray hair. I mean, like... I mean, besides, like, out of fighting games, one of my favorite video game characters is Agent 47. Right. And he doesn't have gray hair at all. He doesn't have any hair. He doesn't have any hair. But, uh, but he's also one of my favorite characters, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but he's, he's got a closer to, like, uh, uh, Brian's demeanor in the beginning, where he was more, like, reserved and calculating, and you, you knew he wasn't, he's not a safe person to be around, but he wasn't just immediately, like... Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could. Um, you could approach him, or you could not approach him. Yeah, yeah, but like, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and I liked 47 way before I started really falling in love with Brian. Yeah. So I don't think that, um, I don't think it, it's so much that I had that that fascination with Brian and gray hair because I just love gray hair. I think I just, it's just on cool. young on young people like on a young just person. Period. Even on old, it doesn't even, matter. Even as old I just like gray hair. It's just cool with me. I don't know. You think you'll look good with gray hair? I'm planning on dyeing my hair gray. You're gonna dye your hair gray. Yeah, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm, I'll hold you to it. And everyone else will be holding you to it. I'm waiting, bro. Honestly, I've hit up several people and they're just, they've never done like, that kind of gray on my kind of hair. Oh, okay. So, I mean. Like, who wants to dye their hair gray? Yeah, like, we're, Usually we're dyeing it away from gray. Word. When I, uh, when I cosplayed Brian the first time, my pup up was like, hey, man. Calm down, grandson. You're gonna, <laughs> you, you'll, you'll get there eventually. You don't gotta. <laughs> Give it time. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just like gray hair. So, that was. Probably the one other thing that kind of drew me to him. Nice. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that is it. It's not so as minuscule as you think, though. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. a kind of like a design thing that kind of... Yeah, it just piqued my interest. Just, yeah, just yeah, piqued yeah. your interest and maybe reinforced, maybe had the ideas. Like, gray hair's kind of cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think old But then you cool see it on this really cool guy, and you're yeah. like, okay, now it's dope. Now I really like yeah, gray Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, uh, Brian's a kickboxer, right? And so you're mm-hmm. also a kickboxer. Yep. Um, uh, would you say his fighting style, the, his kickboxing fight style, is, is accurate to the, the fighting, to the um, real fighting style? Honestly, out of most games that I've seen kickboxing in, mm-hmm. he, it's, it's one of the most accurate portrayals. Um, where I, a lot of his moves I can immediately just call out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it made it easier for me to pick him up because it felt more like I was inputting what I would do rather than, you know, some convoluted thing that gets me to the end result. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, the only, other, um, the only other characters that I've really tried to really play was, like, Bob... Um, 
gin sort of and I remember I tried to pick up Steve a little bit. Okay. Um but even Steve who's a boxer, uh his moves didn't feel so much like I was doing I was inputting what I would do. Where Brian it just felt like like when you do his uh his his one two uh low kick, it just it just flowed so well. Like I've done it a thousand times in the gym and then seeing it on screen I was like, okay, yeah, that's it. And then we, you know, the one-two into the mock kick to the, his, um, what you call it, his, uh, what is it, what is it, what is it, what is it, I'm trying to think of, oh, his, um, I guess it's three-three-four where he does his, he does a spinning side kick into a roundhouse and then he switches sides into another, uh, his right leg oh, side Oh, yeah, kick. yeah, okay, yeah, I, know, yeah, I know yeah. the strength. Um, but yeah, even that, it just was like, inputting it was like, I've done that combination before. I haven't. I don't uh, spin with it, but I've done that exact combination. You know what I mean? I've done that in the ring. I've done that in sparring. So it just, it literally just felt like I was like on the controller. I was just an extension of myself. Where I'm not sure if a lot of people really get that. You know what I no, mean? No, I don't. I think it's very rare. Yeah, for people I to actually feel that kind of um, that kind of inclusion. Nah, a hundred percent. Even his fucking. Uh, his uh, double back four where he does the, the flying knee thing. Yeah. Um, I've seen that. I've never, I haven't done it myself, but I've seen it done in old uh, K1 fights where a guy just knocked somebody out with it. And I'm like... <laughs> it's actually an effective move. Yeah, it's been done. And it's like not even like once or twice. Like it's a move, like a consistent move in, in K1. And I'm like, that's, I love it. Like it's, it, it, I've never played another character in any other game, any game, whether it was fucking Def Jam Fight for New York or Street Fighter or or uh, 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 fucking any of those, any of the the, the the Japanese fighting games. I usually don't like the, the 2D fighters, but in any of them, even uh, uh, Jax in uh, Mortal Kombat, he's a kickboxer. Yeah. A lot of what his, his stuff is, it seems like I would get it down. But it just it does not flow anywhere right. near as well as Brian's. Right, does. it doesn't translate as it's a little more exaggerated in those games. Yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. opposed to Brian, where it's pretty much a one for one. Yeah, almost. it's literally like so. It like I'm pretty sure they mocap for everything that they do, yeah. or a lot of it anyway. Tekken for sure. Um, except for maybe like Kazuya's spin kick, his uh, his yeah. sweeps, because <laughs> no human body can do that. No. But um, which kind? Not so much the sweeps, but more so what his torso does. Yeah, like, he like snaps himself. Yeah. <laughs> And just go through it. Was, yeah, There's just gotta the, be a more effective way. To that yeah, honestly, but um, but no, yeah, it's literally like they took a kickboxer, put mocap, you know, the mocap suit on him, and said, "All right, do some combos," and put that into the game. You know what I mean? Right. And it feels so fluid. It feels like it literally just feels like I'm playing myself. And everything from his front kick to his uh, his his side kick, his uh, his roundhouse, his mock kick, his his uh his mock punch we just that it's just a cross just a we call it uh we have a combination called uh one two rock back where you jab cross you step back and then you come you rock it back in with a with the right hand and every single time i do that you better believe i will make that noise like i'm brian (laughs) fury (laughs) in the gym everyone's staring at me i don't care i'm saying it Ah, uh, does not matter. Like, every single time, and every time I'm imagining that I have armor on it, and <laughs> you can hit me, but it doesn't matter because that right hand's coming. Right, and you're gonna splatter. Yeah, across just the floor. splatter across the floor, man. Oh, I love it. But yeah, he's 
100% the most accurate portrayal, except for other, like, there have been martial arts games where, like, the UFC games. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, they had, um, they actually had a K1 game not, not too long ago. Um, maybe it wasn't K1, but it was, uh, what's it called? One of those, uh, the, the bigger name fight shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they had a game for it, and it was really, really good. Um, so besides those, where those aren't more, those are more, uh, like, sports games. Yeah, like sports. Where it comes to, like, the, the mainstream games. fighting games, he's, he's definitely the most accurate. The most accurate kickboxer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the point of view of a kickboxer. Obviously. Yeah, from the point of view of a kickboxer. Well, that I've experienced. There could be a game out there that I've just never played. Like, even in Blaze Blue, I know, um, our, our guy, Banzai, he uses, I can't remember his name, uh, he, his, uh, wait, what game did I just say? Blaze Blue. Oh, not Blaze Blue. The one, uh, you turn Bloody into Roar. a, yeah, Bloody Roar, that's okay. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something else with a BL. But anyways, um, in Bloody Roar, he plays the one guy, I can't remember uh, his Hugo. name. Is that his name? Hugo the Wolf. Yeah, the Wolf guy. Yeah. Um, and he's a kickboxer. Um, so... Even seeing him, there's some stuff in there. And it's an older game, of course. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it was on the PS2, same era as Tekken, Tekken 4. And Tekken 3, yeah. So, um, but... Tekken 3 is PlayStation. Tekken oh, okay, 4, yeah, yeah, Tekken yeah. Tekken 4, right. But uh, even in that, um, seeing Brian then, and then seeing Yugo then, Brian's still more accurate as a kickboxer gotcha. than, than Yugo was. You know what I mean? Right, they they were trying to like play it up on Bloody Roar. Cause yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, it is a you know what I mean. Right, he turns to a wolf. Yeah, he turns. You can't not make that unrealistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but not yeah. So I stand by that statement. I still think Brian Fury is the most accurate. Most accurate kickboxer. Um, <clears throat> and there's quite a few. There's quite a few um styles in fighting games. Like aside yeah. from aside from kickboxing, there's a lot mm-hmm. a lot of them out there. Yeah, and, you know, kickboxing, capoeira, yeah. um, uh, kung fu. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a, there's a lot of them. There's Muay Thai is like one of the more. Yeah, did yeah. I say Muay Thai already? No, you didn't. No, Muay Thai is one of the most popular ones. Sumo and all, all those. There's all kinds yeah, of yeah, styles yeah. they um they uh they throw they throw into those and mm-hmm. and some are 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 more accurately depicted than than others. Yeah. You know, it really kind of depends on the game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Also in Tekken, uh, they I mean they have uh, Bruce Bruce Irving. Yeah, he's Bruce a Irving. Muay Thai fighter, and his style, the way he fights is, like, exaggerated Muay Thai. You don't really see people do that, like, how his hands are bent down. Yeah, and he's doing a weird yeah, sway yeah, yeah. type of um, thing. Which, the, the, the Thai march is, you know, that, that's kind of accurate. How high he is on his toes is not, but the the fact that he does it, he taps his front foot, he steps back and forth, yeah. that's very, very accurate. Very accurate. Yeah, people okay. do, people in, in Thai, they fight like that. They keep losing um, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they keep that march because it keeps them on rhythm. Usually when they're fighting, they have music that's playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. It sounds really weird. And it's honestly distracting to me. That's why I don't fight Muay Thai. But they say it's calming it, and, it, and it helps you to, to, to remain, like, steady when you're fighting. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It keeps you on, on rhythm. It keeps you, you know what I mean? It, it helps your timing, um, which is good. You know, those are all things that are, that are beneficial. But, uh, but, yeah, so aside from that... And of course, some of his moves, like he has that one that's kind of like uh, the the it's kind of like the hunting hawk, but it's knees. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, and um, then he flies right up there. Yeah, like yeah, real yeah. Fast. He goes real fucking high. I mean, besides stuff like that. Yeah. His uh, the way like his front kick, where he can like he sometimes if he gets it as a counter, he'll push you right straight to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, how he does his, he'll do like his uh, his one two, and then he'll stop and and reach out and then get his kick off. Oh yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. Those long. are yeah, those are all things that actually happen so that's also pretty realistic um and I, and I love things like that I even tried to pick up Bruce for a little bit on Tekken Tag 
Um, but yeah, so there are things, there are in a lot of fighting styles, in Tekken specifically, that's just my, my biggest game, but yeah, also in like, choice. yeah, also in uh, Mortal Kombat, in uh, um, uh, somewhat, I see it sometimes in like Street Fighter, uh, in the, uh, uh, what else? Sun and I'll just stick with those because those are the main like big three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're very very accurately done. So like, like I love Xiaoyu because her she does a uh, wushu. Wushu. Yeah, okay. wushu kung fu, and that was one of the first styles that I learned as a kid. Um, we trained at a place called uh, the Shaolin Wushu Kung Fu Institute. Very long name. That's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, but um. Which caught it was very very good. We went to competitions, won a bunch of competitions. Our uh, our head instructor was a guy named Ron Sukarati, who's very well established. Um, so we were getting very good instruction and seeing what she does, it was all it was literally again almost like I like you were playing an extension where it was just really really good. Like they I love when games really like they put in their work to to get it as accurately as they can right her um her uh i don't know what the the stance is called but when she drops into that that the her it's called the pubu stance in the kung fu stance. yeah it's called pubu stance um but anyways it's like the way she sits down there is exactly how you would see someone you could look up a picture of a wushu practitioner right now and you would almost 100% find that exact pose because that's what they that's just one of the things that they do right um, now, now is that style is that like a combat style like would you use I, that for combat or it's just... I don't think you would use any style of kung fu per se as a fighting as a, a method of fighting gotcha um, fighting yeah most of the time what you see from those there in, in a lot of those traditional martial arts they've been kind of put in a place where now it's all for show you know what I mean gotcha yeah so there are things that you if you're looking to fight you would look for a combat uh, sport that's a martial art, like Muay Thai, like uh, uh, K1, like Sancho, which is Chinese kickboxing. Um, you would look for one of those, you know what I mean? Sambo, which is, uh, I think it's a Russian style. Those are, you would look for one of those if you're trying to use it to as an actual combat, you know gotcha, what I mean? Gotcha, like to defend, um, defend yeah, yourself, yeah. stuff like that. Um, if you're... As a base level, because I mean, there's other things like Krav Maga, which they teach the special forces. Yeah, that's a um, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, Sistema, which is the Russian uh, military's martial art. There's other shit. Um, but if you're looking for something that's, uh, you know, that you want to look cool in, that you want to, you know, be able to do those flip things, that you want to be nice and loose, be able to get your leg up and all that other stuff, you would look for something like. Uh, uh, wushu, like hungar, which is another form of kung fu. Um, things like uh, a lot of modern karate is uh, all for show now. Like a lot of this stuff, it's not really for anything for that's yeah. It's not really for combat unless you're looking for something like like shotokan. And uh, uh, there's another one that I can't remember what it's called right now. Ryu, I think some of that. Um, no, that might, that might be thinking of the wrong thing. Anyway, um, right, anyway yeah. most of those are, are for show, but then you have something like uh, um, Kyokujin Karate, which Kyokujin is savage. Is it not? It is a savage martial art, and they will mess you up. They will hurt you. 
That is, it's honestly one of my favorite things to watch. In the name of training. That's, yeah, no, it's just, it's, they oh, do, just in general. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's also a sport. They do, uh, they do uh, um, competitions and whatnot. Gotcha. But um, they, they don't fight in a ring. They fight on a mat. And there are no punches to the head, but they also punch bare knuckle. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so they, they might have wraps on their wrists, but there's nothing covering their hands. And every, all the punches and everything are to the body. Um, but you can kick to the head. And let me tell you, when they fucking kick to the head, bro, right. it is hard because they don't have any shin guards they don't have anything on their legs oh, it's so literally it's just violent. yes it's literally just feet shins and face they can knee they can't elbow but they, they you know they have their punches to the body they can grab you and literally stick their knee right into your chin it's oh man and they mm, you talk about leg kicks and muay thai leg kicks and kyokujin man kyokujin karate yeah kyokujin oh my goodness oh sorry man. i want to look up this stuff oh no nah, no nah. yeah go ahead by all means. How do you use Kyo? Oh, that's yeah, K. Okay, yeah. Kyo Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, because this is my first time actually hearing about this. Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's like uh, a Korean Japanese type of thing. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, honestly, I wish it was more mainstream because it's it's something that needs to be seen. It's not. Like where where a lot of people say that traditional karate isn't uh, is that you're not gonna be able to use it to defend yourself. Then I'm like, all right, well, what about this? And they they fuck shit up, man. With some serious, oh, good lord, I've seen some of the most savage knockouts I've ever seen. Oh wow, this is there. this is actually relatively interesting. Yeah, it's um, really really good. <clears throat> Kyokushin karate, right? What we're just talking about. Kyokushin, not Kyokushin, yeah, you're right. The the only character that kind of popped up that actually uses this style in, in fighting games is Jin Kazama. Really? Yeah. No, yeah, Tekken, I I can Tekken see that. Is, is, a lot of um I know when he does his that uh the the, the five hit combo. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? That each each uh Kazama has a you know, five piece. Um his is almost exactly what you see in the uh, in Kyogitin. Is that in right there? Yeah. And he's all literally, literally just like bam, 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 boom, and that's they. they I've seen that a hundred times. You know Damn. I mean? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like a ba- like I don't want to call it a basic thing, but yeah. it's a but no, it's common thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really common because he's got his his jab, his front kick, then he has two body punches, and then that low kick, and that low kick crushes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm that's like you, that's man. like the the point. That's like the period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, like the exclamation point at the end of that sentence, and it will crash into your sciatica, and you will not be able to walk. Oh, it hurts. God damn. Yeah, and they they're they're one of the like the hard body karate styles. So they literally they condition their legs, they condition their arms to be able to, you know, have that impact. That's like you're not just getting kicked with a leg; you're getting kicked with a bat, basically. Ah, jeez. Yeah. And if you're not prepared for it, it could kind of end the fight. Yeah, it hurts, man. Okay. So, uh, so it seems like well, pretty much what we're getting at is like Tekken has very like accurate depictions of fighting styles. Very much. Um, but one of the more unless um, you're Lars Alexanderson. Yeah, unless you're Lars Alexanderson, <laughs> and then um. And then you're just a Power Ranger, I guess. Yeah, Power Ranger. Yeah. And Power Rangers have their places somewhere. Honestly, even the Power Rangers are more realistic yeah. <laughs> than Lies. <laughs> Lies is just something else, man. Um, but the and going back to Muay Thai, the most famous Muay Thai character in in fighting games is uh, Sagat. Mm-hmm. And would you say he's, if you were to exaggerate yeah. Muay Thai, say like okay, like take some of the the philosophies of Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. Um, some of like their most famous techniques of Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you kind of get a character like Sagat? Uh, I mean, kind of, especially most, 
Tie fighters are not as big as Sagat. Right, he's the big. One yeah, the big he's enormous. Team. But um, so just a person of that size being able to move at the speed that a normal tie fighter would be able to, and being yeah. able to kick with that same, you know what I mean, that exact same technique, he could probably crush skulls. Oh, so, oh for sure. He yeah, could yeah. Pick yeah. people up. A hundred percent. Yeah. Around with one hand. Um, by their I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying like, like realistically, even as a not fictional person right right he would still be able to murder people you know <laughs> no I mean? matter what fighting style he decided exactly yeah but um but i think he kind of in the same i can't even say in the same way cuz i think that bruce kind of depicts it a little bit better where sagat is like kind of like the spirit of muay thai he uses like fire and things like that yeah kind of, yeah that makes that about, like, that, that makes sense stuff. Mm-hmm. i i I agree. I feel like it's different though, where when it's two D to three D. Yeah. Because yeah. you you have to have a person moving realistically, and then in the two D, there's kind of room for that exaggeration because without it, there isn't as much life to the character. Yeah, you know for sure, I mean? for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think that while yes, he does exaggerate, or why while yes, he is an exaggerated version of it, it's still I feel like it's a necessary thing. Um, because it's a two D fighter, I think it. I think it makes him more viable as a character. Got you. Yeah. And he's got like a protege um, uh, named Adon, who's also Muay Thai. Oh wow! I didn't and, know this. Um, his his probably like if Sagat is like kind of like the the say, say like the spirit to say like the spirit of Muay Thai is like yeah, Sagat yeah. and Bruce's actual like uh, Muay Thai yeah, like yeah, the yeah. technique of it. Okay. Uh, I think I would kind of describe Adon as is what like non. People who aren't educated at all in yeah, Muay Thai yeah. think Muay Thai is. Oh, okay. Will be Adon. He's he's smaller. He's a lot smaller than Sagat is. Uh-huh. He's really he's really brash and uh, arrogant. He wants like he wants to beat uh, Sagat, but he, he's not good enough. He's a lot smaller. I got you. He does a lot of like jumping off the walls and flying with his kicks. Oh, wow. uh, he has like a Shoryuken that's just like two big ass knees. Okay. It's, really, it's really cool looking. Dill, uh, uh, Jamaican Shake used to use him okay. in a uh, in Street Fighter Four. That sounds cool. And he, but he has a lot of like traditions. He's got like the little. I don't want to be disrespectful at all, but I'm not. I don't really know all the traditions of Muay Thai. But yeah, he's got yeah. the little headband they have, mm-hmm. and he'll like pull it yeah, off. He'll mumble. do like yeah. He'll do like little like the the Muay Thai like I guess ceremonial dances or mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's important uh, when you you when you adapt uh, fighting styles yeah, to yeah. two characters, making sure you Honestly, bring everything over, not just yeah, the yeah. techniques. No, that that's actually really really. I wish I had known. Uh, I. I, like I said, I don't like 2D fighters, so I, never, right, I don't really play a Street Fighter, but I do think that uh, that's actually really, really cool that they have that. Because I've seen it, I mean, I, I can't remember what it's called now, too. Um, I, re- I do remember learning it. Uh, one of my one of my biggest like supporters and uh, 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 trainers outside of my dad was um, a guy in Philly. His name is uh, Rami, Rami Ibrahim. And he's, he's the, 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 well, he was, he retired recently, but he was the longest active fighter in America. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but he, he fights Muay Thai, very, very traditional. Um, and you see him, he's, he's got his, um, his, I believe it's called a Mongol, I'm not sure. But he's, you, you see the, 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 the headpiece that you're talking about. Yeah. He's got him hung up in his gym. They have the, uh, the, the, the armbands that they wear. Yeah, and you see the armbands yeah, yeah. And you'll see him do the whole uh, uh, dance in the beginning of the, of the match where it's literally just both fighters as they're announced, they, they do it. And it's literally just it's to pay homage to the ring, to pay homage to the sport. Um, 
Kind of like, you know, how you, it's like a Christian praying before they go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is yeah, what they do. Sure. This is the, the, the spirit that they feel. So they make sure they honor it. They, they, they pray to it and then they get it done. And I really, I think that's, that's cool that they have that kind of representation in the game. And I think you should. I mean, Muay Thai is the, one of the most popular ones in fighting games. Like, yeah. even King of Fighters, there's two separate Muay Thai Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's, you know, uh... Joe and I... Like, yeah, the, the hair man, I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, Joe Hikarashi or something Yeah, oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. I can't and then, uh, I can't think of what the other one's name is, but he's kind of the same. He's really bald. He, yeah, yeah, One yeah. of his specials, he, like, drinks and he gets powerful. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's, there's other, like, really... Uh, 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 styles that they touch on a lot, like mm-hmm. one is like uh, Capoeira style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, that's. Few. Yeah. I mean, aside from how BS of a character uh, um, <laughs> Eddie Gordo is, he, it I can't say that it's not accurately done. Um, we had in our gym for the longest time. We had a uh, a guy who he lives in New York now. His name is Sean Asante. Um, he was actually on one of the episodes of Luke Cage recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was a long, long time capoeira um, practitioner and an instructor. And so he would have his sessions in the gym. And I was a kid at the time, but I would watch and man, would they go at it. You, and actually, you can, uh, um, what's it called? His Instagram is Kujo Asante. If you look him up, you can see some of the stuff that he does. And if you look at Eddie, you're just like, yeah, okay, that's it. That's exactly, that's just. An- another one for yeah, one. Yeah, literally, literally one for one. Like, not even. Because it, it's capoeira itself is such an extravagant style that oh, yeah. it's not something that you would see and be like, oh, that's whack. You know what I mean? It just looks cool inherently. So they didn't even have to do anything for Eddie to make it more, uh, uh, make it cooler. It just is cool already. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone likes the like, breakdance stuff. Exactly. Everyone wants to be in the breakdance stuff. Word. He's doing handstands. He's spinning on his hands. He's doing flips. He's kicking you in the air like. There was nothing that you had to do to him. He's already he, he literally when they made him, they were like, "Yeah, it's gonna make us money." Yeah, <laughs> it did a lot yeah. of people. Nah, like, for real, for real. Especially young young people who are first playing like Tekken three for the first time, maybe mm-hmm. in arcades or maybe their their parents brought it home one day and they're real young. Yeah, yeah. They probably you know after you know a showcase of the characters, maybe mm-hmm. they they fought some characters, whatever. They saw they saw Eddie. It's like, oh, Eddie's doing this cool break dancing. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like dancing, but he's fighting. And I could play with him with my controller upside yeah, down yeah, exactly. and my eyes closed. And I could just smack and I, it and, and I I'll win. And it's, and it's fantastic. Uh, Eddie. Um, um, I had another one here. Oh, um, uh, boxing is also another one that's, um, I think might be pretty accurately depicted in, in different manners. I No, I agree, actually. Um, and I, I talked about Steve before, how I said it, he was kind of harder to pick up. But yes, while he was harder to pick up, that does not mean at all that he is inaccurate to right. what a boxer would be. I actually like him a lot, um, even though, I mean, they exaggerate his head movement sometimes, yeah. where he does like the lean back thing and then punches up. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't like happen. What, I, I think about that too. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny tangent. Like, Word, yeah. What shot are you actually getting from yeah. getting into that position Word. and swinging your arm up in that way? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't exist. But I do think that um, he does, I, I just, the, the, the way he moves, the, the, his intros where he's like doing all the uppercuts and he goes the hit from his stance. I literally, I tell people this all the time. If you look at Steve when he's just standing there, yeah. he's got, you know what I mean, he's good posture, all that. Mm-hmm. But when he gets down into his stance, you see that his back bends, his shoulders kind of rise up um, and his, and his, while his hands are up. And it makes sense where people look at it and they're like, oh man, that's weird. But boxers do that for a reason. One, you can't have your chin up in a fight. You have to have your chin up. Right, that's how you just get KO'd yeah. instantly. Exactly. Two, 
your shoulders, you don't want to tense your shoulders, but as you're relaxing, you have your shoulders up because that protects one side of your jaw, where that's where they're trying to hit. I know people are always like, oh man, the temple is where you hit. You know a person is uneducated in fighting if they say you need to punch someone in the temple. In the temple. Yes, it hurts, but no, you're not going to do that. Right, you can't knock someone out. Yeah, your jaw, I mean, you can if you have enough force. Because uh, it's just, the it, it, knockout is just making their brain move. Oh, okay. But, um, or a concussion is just making their brain move, and that can knock them out. However, the chin is literally called the button. You hit them on the chin with a solid punch. As long as they're not, they don't have something in their mouth where their jaw is real tight, they're getting knocked out. It's not even a question. Doesn't matter if they're big or small. If you can hit them solidly enough, directly there with good force, they're going to go down. Almost entirely. Every time. Yeah. But boxers put their shoulders up to protect that side of their face. So if you see like um, Floyd Mayweather, a lot of people are like, oh man, he has that you know one hand down, one hand up kind of thing. Just hit him on that side. You're stupid because he's using his shoulder to protect that side. So when a punch comes, he rolls his shoulder in the way and that uh, blocks that punch, it counters that punch. Um, so when you see Steve and he's got that hunched over position, that bad posture, he's got his shoulders up, it's really, it, it makes so much sense with you, when you know what you're looking at because uh, that's, that's exactly how a boxer would do it. Sorry, I was paying attention. No, you're good. I was good. just um, doing some, uh, some, uh, some quick research I got you. Uh, to try to grab a, a quick list of characters. Like, I looked at it before, mm-hmm. um, but there's mm-hmm. a few that like, I kind of wanted to touch on. Like, yeah. um, Steve, as you were talking about, yeah, you yeah. Know, he's got his, his hunched over posture and he's... he's it's an optimal stance for yeah, that yeah, style, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he's been described as like a like a dirty boxer. Yeah, I mean, he has some stuff like where he stomps on his foot, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so things like that, when he he does the thing, um, he'll push him back, gets a stun real quick, and then he can he has that space to move in. Um, and then I mean, if he gets up, he can kick. So <laughs> when he gets above the ground, he can kick. So right. like that. But um, so yeah, there are some things where he, that he does where it's it's kind of dirty, but. A lot of what he does is just clean technique. It's because he's pretty. I don't want to call him like prim and proper. Yeah, yeah, but, but nah, he just he just knows what he's doing. Yeah. But the like the premier, like the like the prime dirty boxer of fighting games is a uh, ball rock. Yeah, of course. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If you hear dirty boxing and fighting games, like ball rock. Actually, if you say boxing and fighting games. Yeah, it's yeah. Ball rock. Fighters. Honestly, yeah, he's usually the first one of them. I mean, you have Dudley, but right, Dudley is ball rock. He's kind of like Dudley's kind of like the same way as as Steve is. He's mm-hmm. he's almost almost the same character. They're oh, both, okay. They're both British. They both have like. Uh, pretty. They have tight styles, uh-huh. uh, but they're more like traditional boxing. Yeah, yeah. Against yeah. characters like uh, Balrog, who's very, very dirty. Uh-huh. Uh, in Street Fighter Four, I believe his second special is um, it was a command grab. Normally, his first special he just like punches you real hard a couple times. Uh-huh. But his second one was he would grab you by your head and headbutt the shit out of you oh, real shit. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then stomp on your foot and then just cold cock you very quick. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's, and that's pretty good. he's dirty. got his grab in Street Fighter Five where he'll hook the back of your head and, like, low blow you a yeah, couple yeah, times yeah, yeah. and then hit you. I got He's you. a very dirty, uh, very, very dirty boxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have other ones like Akihiko from Persona. Yeah. Like Akihiko. Like, I do, also, yeah. I also cosplayed Akihiko. Yeah, he's I also thought him. he was cool because <laughs> he had gray hair. <laughs> he had gray hair in one of his <laughs> costumes. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but no, yeah, honestly... I really, really like Agahiko um, because of because of the fact that they're they're two D animated sprites. Mm-hmm. Um, someone really took the time to look at how boxers move and how they look when they punch, and you know that 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 
if you were to freeze the the frame where as he's hitting with his uppercuts and his crosses, it's it's again one of those things where it's like they literally got a picture of it. They put it on the frame and they drew Akihiko over it. You know oh, okay, what I mean? Dude. Like it looks almost perfect. And when I when I cosplayed him, and when I cosplay any any uh, fighter, of course, um, I just I did my best to try and make it look exactly how they drew it. And it was dope because people actually responded to it, where they do like, "Oh my god, you look just like him." Yeah, you, it looks, you great. look so you're just yeah. so, from the skin tone and everything. Of that yeah, costume. yeah. I was I was really happy with that costume. <laughs> uh, well, I, it was really good. And then there, there's other ones like like Vanessa from KLF. I'm not sure if you're like familiar with King of Fighters. I am horrible with King of Fighters. Uh, but she, she's one of like the few like female boxers. In the oh, okay, game. cool. There's her, and then I forget what the name of the character is in Rival Schools. There may be more, but I'm mm. not I'm not aware. I got you. I got you. But then you have um the, the last one as far as boxing goes. I'll touch on is uh, TJ Combo from um oh uh, yeah from, from Killer Instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was um like aside from like Balrog, he was the first uh, boxing character that mm-hmm. I was um introduced to okay and for a long time I thought they were the same character because they're the same you know, yeah both, they look exactly black, the same yeah, yeah. red gloves same color scheme right 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 and they kind of had like the same moves mm. except it was less uh less exaggerated in combos case. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. ride with his say his straight dash punch uh-huh. he would slide across the room and just crack you really yeah, with yeah, the straight yeah. punch but combo had the same move except he would run like oh, he would run <laughs> and, like a whole run and then he would hit you really hard <laughs> okay, and then he okay. would have like a flying knee Okay. Um, which is weird for a boxer to have yeah, a flying yeah, yeah. move. Um, but his style of boxing, he's been described as like a like an like an out boxer. Yeah. Like he would stay out of out of the pocket. I guess. Okay. Like, uh, like okay. So you're talking about uh, he fought on the outside. Yeah. But yeah. no, that makes sense. Um, it makes it it double it it a hundred percent makes sense. Uh, in in that case, I don't know if they modeled TJ Combo over after someone. Um. I, they didn't say, but I mean, maybe probably, Balrog, in, probably but inspiration from from Mike Tyson. Just yeah, like yeah. Balrog. Um, I know Balrog himself. Yeah, it had that exact inspiration from Mike Tyson, and that's why he fought on the inside because Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was a inside fighter because he was shorter. Okay. Um, he's, I mean, he's probably in all, all in all not a short man, but he fought in the heavyweight. Uh, heavyweight division. So he was a shorter fighter in most of his cases. Right. Most of the time when you saw him like in the in the stare-off, he was looking up at the person. Um, but even so, he never, uh, he never, he always used that to his advantage where he, you saw he had a lot of slick head movement. Um, he had, anytime he punched, anytime he punched, he would look for open spaces or he would move his body in ways where he could still get some power into a punch. It was, it's kind of weird. Um, we have combinations in our gym that we call our our mic combos. We have mic left and mic right. Okay. So he used to throw a left hook and then a left uppercut with the same hand. Um, after he threw that, he might throw his right hand and then slip under and get some other punches in. But with that left hook, left hand, he would throw the left hook with some real hard... I mean, he's Mike Tyson, so he had some right. real hard power. Oh, yeah. And then he would shift his feet but keep his, uh, his body, so his body would move, but the punch would be coming from the same position. And as it would come up, as they tried to counter, his, his, um, his feet moving took him out of the way of a straight punch, but it left them way open for that uppercut. For like the biggest uppercut yeah, in the world. Yeah, for literally the biggest uppercut in the world. Um, but yeah, so looking at how uh, Balrog fights, it was clear, really clear that Mike Tyson was his inspiration because yeah. he wanted to be on the inside. He wanted to be close to you. He had he was going 
fuck you up. Like you said, his command grabs, he would gri- grip you in, headbutt you, he would grip you in, fucking mm, shove those <laughs> fucking hands into your gut. Oh, yeah. Um, so then it makes sense that, that he, he, he fought that way because of who he was modeled after, where TJ Combo would be the outside fighter where, yeah. you know, he had that range, he wanted to stick his jab out. That makes it, it it's cool because it, while they, you said that you basically thought they were the same person. Yeah. It was cool that he had that, style. yeah, it was cool that they had that different outlook on boxing. Yeah. Where they their, both their were boxers, were yeah. They both were boxers, but he was a different boxer uh, than Balrog yeah. would be. So he wasn't, so he wasn't like a one for one for like Mike Yeah, Tyson, exactly. But maybe like his outward appearance was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting how, when I learned later, like at the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were the same character. Yeah, of course, you can't even think that much yeah. about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, we're talking about all these uh, these characters with their 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 good styles, right? Mm-hmm. Muay Thai, boxing, uh, uh, kickboxing, mm-hmm. and uh, capoeira and things like that. Those are ones that are almost universally they're always they're made very well. Yeah, yeah. Like they capture it, you know, pretty accurately in mm-hmm. a, in a good fighting game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what what style of fighting would you say they always kind of botch or they botch more often than they than they than they nail? Hmm. That's actually a really good question. I'm not sure so much. Only because I've never usually when it's a it's a bad game mm-hmm. you don't want to keep playing it. You right, know what I mean? right. Um, dang, I'm trying. I'm really trying to think. I know it's hmm. I'm not. I'm not really not sure. I know it's kind of. I'll go back to like Bloody Roar because I do remember seeing some uh, seeing some things in there that I was like, what the hell is that? Okay. But um, because there were a lot of I, again, there's always the, you know the characters that that look really really good, but then you had things like uh, I can't remember the cat girl's name. Oh, but, um, Uriko, Uriko. Yeah, she. Uh, I know she did some form of kung fu, but I can never pinpoint it. Yeah, it's like. And it was just like yeah, it was just like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so much that it's that a fighting style is ill represented. I think usually it's that. The fighting style is, they give it to them, but it's not, it's not clear what it is. It's just, it looks made up. You like a made up style. Yeah. It, gotcha. Where, I mean, there are things like you said where how uh, Brian in, in Street Fighter X, or how Nikali does in Street Fighter Five, um, he's kind of, he doesn't have a fighting style. Yeah, he's like primal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense when they have those. But then they will have someone who like, like, uh, what's it? I had, I literally just had. Like a perfect picture of it in my mind, but I don't remember what it was now. But you'll have a character that like, they're fighting, yeah. But with what? You know what <laughs> I mean, it, what? yeah, it's clear that like they didn't have a teacher. They just put them like whoever made them. Literally, was just like, all right, let's let them do this. Or like Lars Alexanderson. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? what is this, yeah, like, we're what talking is this like thing? he doesn't have a fighting style. He doesn't. It doesn't exist. And if they make a name for it. You're wrong. I don't care what you think it is. <laughs> I don't care what you think it is. It's not a thing. But like how um, I know they added in Geese. Yeah. Um, who's from King of Fighters? King of Fighters. Yeah. And he doesn't. I mean, he might have. He might have a fighting style that's listed. But the way he fights is not a no, thing. It's not yeah. Anything. It's not something that you could go. Oh, okay. That's. I don't learn Yeah. I can't imagine most people walk into a ring and immediately put their hands like down yeah, yeah, and like, like expose their entire front were, yeah. and goes, my whole style is that I counter everything you throw. <laughs> <laughs> like how, bro? Your hands are... What are they doing? <laughs> Just so what are you, there. holding watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think it, it, it could be um, can be jarring sometimes and may, maybe make it seem like it's 
like a bad adaptation if they attach it to a character where where it may not fit. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe this remember the like the Yuriko character you brought up. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. A, a young girl. If they mm-hmm. gave her just like a like the Mike Tykes. Tyson boxing style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they called it, oh, this is my Yuriko style boxing. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I mean, yes and no. Ah, another one character that... that is that the one you're trying to figure out? Yes, kind of. Um, Asuka, Asuka from okay. Tekken. Asuka Kazama. She, um, I don't know what she does. I don't know. It doesn't, it seems like... I think they said that... I mean, she's a Kazama, obviously. Right. So she has some influence from that. And some of what she does, like her counters and things, are... Um, they're influenced by Aikido and Judo. Yeah. And you can recognize those. But the way she fights isn't... There isn't... I, I think what they were trying to do was uh, make her... A counter. It seemed like they were make, trying to make her a counter fighter, yeah. or make her like a, a grapple character, but they couldn't, because you know they had to. You know they had they had to give her something to to to, to strike with, right, to and then yeah, and then it just didn't mesh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, so now she has all these like evasive maneuvers, all these counter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just in case she can hit you like a truck if she. Word. Yeah, she but she yeah she moves. has these fucking. The, the 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 goddamn super spin kick that yeah. she charges up forever <laughs> and it'll just end you immediately. But um, but even that, like that's just a crescent kick. You see that in a lot of martial right. arts. And you you wouldn't actually gain any power from spinning multiple. Yeah, times. no, you wouldn't at all. No, you could spin once and it would go. But if you spin two or three times, five seven times, you're just gonna get dizzy. Right, you just kind of reset the power. Every yeah, time exactly. You, you adjust your feet. I, right. I imagine. Or you know, it just goes away because you you have no real footing. You know what I mean? There's no <laughs> right. footwork there. You're just spinning. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, I think she's one of the. Now I'm not saying she's a bad character at all, right. and you know people use her and they use her effectively, but I don't I don't I think she's one of those that's a bad representation of martial arts right. or whatever martial arts she's trying to be. Got you, got you. Yeah. I noticed in uh, in fighting games too to kind of move away from this whole um, like bad adaptation things because mm-hmm. it seems like when you think about it, there's not that many, uh, yeah, not that many examples. Yeah, they, yeah. If they adapt, if they want to adapt the style, they'll adapt the style pretty mm-hmm. well. If they don't and they want to make something else, they'll just say, "Oh, it inspired me." Yeah, like, I think. Like, and, he's inspired by Shotokan. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, and I think what they... Uh, I think that stems from how early the character was made. That's true. That's also another yeah. one. Yeah, so, like, like we were talking about how Kazama, uh, Kazama, Kazuya has the, uh, the his sweeps and he fucking contorts his entire body. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think that more so comes from the fact that, you know, they had limitations back when he was created. And he's always had that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's his oldest move. Yeah, it's his oldest move. So... The fact that he still has it, they just want to make it look, or they, they, just, they just want to keep it familiar. Yeah. So while now, yes, we, our characters move as human beings move, he still has this one where he turns into a snake with, you know, and can... No bones. Yeah, yeah, just, just no bones <laughs> his torso real quick. But um, I think that's just indicative of the fact that he was created in the 90s or 80s or whatever. 90s? I'm 90s, pretty sure the 90s, 90s yeah. yeah. He was created in the 90s when we had limitations on that technology. Lots of limitations. Yeah, and now, like, even Nina. Nina and Anna, who... I'm guessing that what they do is some kind of karate. Yeah. They look like they took a woman's self-defense class. That's kind of what it Yeah, like. yeah, and they just it took though. it to, like, the extreme. Like, I knew this. Like, like I looked up Anna before this. Oh, Because okay. I'm an Anna player, and I yeah, wasn't yeah, talking yeah. about it. But I could not, um... I can't think of the name of her style to 
to save my life, which no, is I weird see. because I know it. I've known it for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. that like I have that knowledge and it's readily and it's and it's it's uh it's relevant. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't have it, and I'm upset you. now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that happens to everyone else. <laughs> because, uh, this is like the most research I've ever had to do, like on air. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Usually, I'm pretty good at this, but it's all good. we're touching on a lot of things that I'm not very familiar with, That's which right. is nice. I and mean, I'm learning a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. And I always appreciate learning new things. So, um, but the the style while I looked this up, the style that I noticed in fighting games that gets that's it's about as typecast as it is, mm-hmm. is the style of Aikido, and it's always given to like a young like mom type. Yeah. Is there like particular reason like asking for like your expertise uh, in the situation? Is there a reason why that's the character they always give Aikido to? Yeah, because I think if I'm remembering the uh, if I'm learning the correct martial art. Is because Aikido is considered a. Uh, I hope I'm thinking of the right martial art. But yeah, Aikido is considered to be a non-lethal martial art or a non-violent martial art. Oh, non-violent. Where they don't have strikes. Instead, they have their throws and they have uh, uh, they have throws and they have I guess locks to get people onto the ground and then they pin them there. Gotcha. They don't hurt them. They don't hit them. They don't strike them at all. They kind of just lead them and then try and pin them down. But it's not something that is really easily done. They have techniques that are really good. Like they have their wrist locks and things like that. Um, joint manipulation. But it's to such a small degree that it doesn't... Like, okay, say, you, say you're say you saying something to me. You're trying to fight me, right? Yeah. How realistic do you think it is that I will grab your hand, lift your hand up, put you into a lock, like a wrist lock on your with your hand in <laughs> yeah. my hands, right? And then pull you down to the ground and not a single time in that entire altercation do I even shove you. <laughs> like, like nothing of the sort. Right. I just immediately go for your hand, pick it up, do this, nah, and you didn't do anything to me. I just grabbed your hand. Do you think that's realistic? Not at all. Sir. Not, at, not all. at all. Not definitely Especially not at all. Especially on two people on even ground. Exactly. So immediately, you know, uh, your thought is, okay, well, they're going to grab me, but I'm going to punch them. I'm going to kick them. I'm going to bite them. It's a street fight. You know what I mean? Anything can happen. You can stab them. It doesn't, like, there's not much that can, and there are masters in this, and they may be very good at what they do. However, it's not realistic in the setting of if someone is ready to fight and they're actively trying to harm you, you're probably not going to be able to do those things. Okay, yeah. So it's just kind of one of those fighting game-like combat things. That yeah, yeah, won't yeah. work, like, outside of the dojo in which you Exactly. Play. Like, I think Shao Yu's fighting style would not be able to work if someone were to try and fight with it. Right, just not... doesn't have the, the power. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not enough power. Even, even if there's not enough power, it just doesn't have... It's not a realistic enough technique to be able to do to someone. Right. It you implies I mean? that your opponent's doing nothing at all. Yeah. Or if they are, that they're doing the exact thing that you need them to do for you True. to do theirs. You know Which I mean? doesn't happen often. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but to go back, the ironically enough, uh, Nina's style is Aikido. Really? And uh, <laughs> it's assassination arts based on Aikido and uh, Kopujutsu. I don't know what that second one is. I don't know what Kopujutsu but, is, but that's the thing. That's that's what I think is. But uh, not yet. If you see, if I'm not mistaken, she has uh, one of her throws. If I think it's her throw where she does the and just like flips him. Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. that too. Her and Shaq kind of like yeah, the same thing. Yeah, that's that's Aikido. That's Aikido. Okay. Yeah, so that comes from Aikido. The the thought process behind it is you use their momentum 
and change it uh, really quickly, and that's what makes them get thrown. Okay. It's not true. What it does, or what it's supposed to be, is you're taking their arm, bringing it up around you, bringing it down where you're now, they're in a, a wrist lock, but they, okay. you, when you're in a lock like that, you follow the pain. So when you, if you were to uh, use it, what you're doing is causing a, it's easier to show, but you, yeah, yeah, as you're twisting, that, you're showing, on, like, on, on a mic, yeah, right, you can't see your, as you have their hand in the air and you're turning it down, what you're doing is causing a spiral fracture in their arm, where, yeah, well, they're, if they don't want it to break, they'll follow it, and the fact that you're taking it around and behind them, they'll follow it down to the ground and their body turns over. Oh, okay, so, so that's the most, idea behind Yeah, so most likely they're not going to be flipping in the air, but you will throw them to the ground right. if you can do it uh, successfully. Right, just because the body's natural reaction to Yeah, them. however, in that whole lead-up, they have time to punch and hit you. So unless you're doing it lightning fast, they're most likely going to be hurting you. Right. You know what I mean? Because the world doesn't work in recovery frames and yeah, exactly. <laughs> active frames and block stun and shit like Word. that. But, and again, I'm not saying you couldn't do it at all, but there are things necessary because we have yeah. some, some things like that like in uh, uh, Vijitsu where Aikido is part of it. Mm. So we had that exact throw, but in the middle of that throw when I bring their hand up, I elbow them so to, right. to, to reset the fact that they're trying to hit me. So I hit them first. And then I continue on with the rest of the throw. Well, now they're worried about the fact that I just hit them so I can keep going. You know what I mean? If I were to go and grab your hand, I'm just going to go grab your hand. I'm going to punch you in the face first so you have something to think about. Then I'm going to grab your <laughs> hand. You know what I mean? Now, um, uh, Vijitsu, you just brought up, which is fantastic because I was going to, like, touch on that a little bit. Mm. Um, that's, like, a self, very, like, uh, I don't call it vicious, but a very... It is pretty vicious. A very, okay, a very vicious, like, self-defense style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you won't encounter Fijitsu unless you attack the person that knows Fijitsu. Most likely, yeah. Um, and we and that's on purpose, not in the sense of like, oh, they're, you know what I mean, they're, there's a, well, there kind of is a code, I guess, but not in the sense that, uh, you know, you'll never be able to fight someone or you, you'll never fight someone and they'll, they'll do Fijitsu or a Fijitsu person won't fight start a fight with you. Okay. It's more so that to do Fijitsu, you have to, like, they're, they're, it's not just open to the public. Um, yeah. Right now, it's kind of closed off. It's like a club. Gotcha. where Because that's how it started, was a club in college. So in order to do that, you have to be in school or have been in school. Um, you have to own a house or any kind of, you know, living conditions. You have to own a car. You have to... Uh, there, there, there's those certain requirements where, like... Got you. you we, we don't just want anyone coming in here and learning it because yeah, it's, it's it's dangerous it's you know dangerous. what I mean you yeah. don't want just like people going out with the intention of using it for bad. exactly yeah and it's crazy because when it was being developed this is not an old martial art it was developed uh, throughout the 1900s so literally like right. it's uh, not like 3000 years yeah old. the guy who created it Professor Florendo Visitation he was born in 1910 he came to America in I think when he was 18 so around 1928 around that time um, he enlisted in the military to get his green card. He was a combat medic um, in Vietnam. Like he, he's, he's and all throughout there, he's he was being taught uh, by the military and using those things and teaching. Uh, uh, and when he came back to New York, which is where he lived, he started developing jiu-jitsu. When he started developing jiu-jitsu, he took literally the toughest, like, uh, 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 like just most troublemaking kids that he could find to teach them this martial art because he knew if he taught it to 
uh, uh, people who like the, the 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 more affluent people, I guess. Yeah. Then either one, they wouldn't listen, or two, they wouldn't have the necessary stuff to uh, uh, to 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 make it as vicious as he wanted it to be. As well as that, if he were to be established in that, you know what I mean? It would it, it just there's a there's a hierarchy that, that becomes a bit. Yeah. But I mean, he literally went to like the, the poorest neighborhoods, got the, the, the toughest looking kids and said, Hey, you wanna learn some martial arts? Taught it to them and because of it started to develop this this martial art that we know now as Jitsu. And uh, you know, it was taught to uh, New York police officers, it was taught to uh, some special forces uh, um, in the U.S. My dad was a part of a team that went to go present it to the special forces, and they brought a bunch of martial artists in um, to, to to showcase. Everyone had like ten minutes, but they ended up keeping my dad in them there for over an hour Dang. because they literally like where everyone else was like, all right, cool, you showed us your thing, get out. They were like, okay, that's nice. Well, what do you do about this? Okay, well, this is what you. What do you do about this? And they just could. They had answers to everything oh, because so it's a complete martial art. Right. They they thought about every situation yeah, yeah. that it's could not, be applied to. Yeah, it's and it's not like it was. Uh, it's one thing where like jujitsu is. You're just going for the locks. You're just going for the choke. You're just going for that break. In uh, uh, judo, you're just going for that throw. You know what I mean? Yeah. In jujitsu, it has those things incorporated. So I might be going for a break. But in between, I'm punching, I'm stabbing, I'm gouging, I'm ripping. You know what I mean? Uh, I you know I, I might be you know uh, uh, trying to go for that throw, but before that throw, I'm hitting him in the groin, I'm poking him in the eye. You know what I mean? I'm grabbing him, I'm elbowing, I'm just elbowing him before I go, and then throwing, and then when he's on the ground, I'm stomping him out. You know what I mean? There's to el- eliminate the threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's literally like there was never a where in karate like if you block this one thing. You and you grab their arm, then you go for the you go for your strikes and then your takedown. Yeah. Well, what if you take their arm away? I don't know. Okay. Well, in jiu-jitsu, you block that one strike. You grab their arm. Do blah blah blah. Okay. Well, what if they take their arm away? Oh, that's cool. You go for that. You you know uh, uh, you as you come in, you kick for that groin. You grab that arm. Okay. Well, what if they do this? Okay. Well, if they they do that. All right. I'm blocking here. I'm elbowing. I want to turn so I can get away from that, that, that attacking hand and I have my open targets. I have his kidneys. I have his spine. I have the back of his neck because, again, it's not, you know what I mean? There's right. no... It's not like a combat sport. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I'm, it's, yeah there's, no, there's no you can only punch him here. You know what I mean? There is everything is available, so you're going to use everything that's available. Right, to defend yourself, to yeah, yeah. walk away alive. That's the kind of the end goal, to yeah, walk yeah. away alive and making sure that they can't Word. do that. It's good shit, man. <laughs> it seems really intense. Yeah, yeah And yeah. the fact that it's pretty limited is uh, pr- pretty much adds to it. It's almost, it's almost mysterious. Mm. It's almost. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I want to throw a scenario at uh, a throw a scenario at you. Yep. Uh, involving Matt, because mm-hmm. you're a kickboxer, and there's uh, nothing. Not taking anything away from kickboxing, yeah, yeah. but kickboxing style we just talked about. We have plenty of good, uh, uh, good candidates for for kickboxing, right? Mm-hmm. But as far as the style you just described, the vijitsu. Yeah. Um. Say, um. Uh, fighting into offer walked up to you. He said, "Mr. Greg Pritchard, Mr. Mr. Um, Protege Deluxe, Mr. Champ Special, Mr. Protege Forty Seven on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> we want you in our game. Mm-hmm. We want you in our fighting game. We we listened to the bottom of the pit podcast and we heard this." the style in which you were talking about, mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. We've never seen it before. We've never encountered it before. Um, we want to we involve it in our project. Um, 
Uh, what company is that? Uh, for you, what company is that? What game is it? As far as fighting games go, yeah. I'm not so. I don't. I don't know if Vijitsu is could be in a fighting game. You know what I mean? Right. Because uh, it's really like be? the challenges would be having it. Because I mean, there is a striking system in Vijitsu, but. In Vijitsu, strikes lead to locks, locks lead to throws, throws lead to strikes, and then they're dead. You know what I mean? Right. So, and there there could be a knife in your hand, there could be a stick in your hand, there could be a bat in your hand, there could be a gun in your hand. Those are all, you know, those are all things that are covered by it. It kind of reminds me the most of CQC from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Metal Gear Solid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, that's, honestly, that's probably the closest thing that I can, in video games, that I can say is like Vijitsu. Um, in CQC. Yeah, because he back. has those, you see him, he'll, you know, someone will strike, he'll block it, he'll strike them back, he'll throw them down as he's down, you know, I mean, depending on if he wants to cap them right there or capture them, you know what I mean, there's a couple and, things he can do. And they do describe CQC as like this, this super limited style. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you can't stand to my CQC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CQC. I'm the only one in You're the world that good. knows. Yeah, <laughs> You're pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> but not nah, yeah, so I don't know if a fighting game would be able to hold it. If I had a chance, 100% I'm going Tekken. It's my favorite right. game. Yeah, I mean, it's my favorite, uh, it's my favorite fighting game series. So. Well, I feel like any style, no matter how complicated it is, like the Vijitsu, no matter how, like, specific it can be, mm -hmm. I feel like in the hands of the right, uh, developer, if they, like, stretch their brain enough, if they're yeah. creative enough, they can make it work in a way. 100%, yeah. No, I, I, I get that. And I know, like, your style is not, like, very strike-heavy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tekken's got moves listed in the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we can also say, like, kickboxing is not not a limited style. There's plenty of moves. Mm -hmm. Are there hundreds of moves? Yes. Okay, there's hundreds of moves. <laughs> All right. There's hundreds of moves in kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but say there, there's got to be, like, at least a hundred moves in Vijitsu. Not all strikes. No, yeah, you're right. Um, but it can be, like, a... Like, say, you know, the, the chance special in Tekken. Mm -hmm. He's he's in Tekken. He's so like, oh, this is... He's, like, kind of a different character. Think yeah, of, yeah. like, Geese, I, but mm. not, not really. He's He's got his strikes, but he's, like, a... Say say he's a counter base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say he's say he's a chain grappler, kinda how like no, okay, similar yeah. similar to Dragonov. He's uh -huh. a very, very vicious like chain grapple. He's got long chains. That like, would be yeah. Like Dragonov, he's got his vicious chains, but they're like one or two. Yeah, yeah. Say they're similar to those, mm -hmm. but they're like king length. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. That could be that would actually be really cool. I would enjoy that a lot. That and then I was thinking, uh, while you were saying that, I was like, hmm. I think I would kind of like it in Mortal Kombat. It would, it would, would be very, be, because their, styles, be are, their styles are, their movesets are smaller. Yeah, yeah, movesets are smaller, but there's a lot of, and it's more visceral. Yeah, so you see, like, close. knife slices and gunshots and arm breaks and all that. It'd be, I think it'd be pretty lit. It would be. It would be pretty cool. And Imagine that brutality. <laughs> I mean, there'd be so many brutalities. Yeah, yeah, it would only be brutality. So it could fit. It yeah, could yeah. fit in Mortal Kombat. Very it true, very true. Tekken. I don't think it would fit in Street Fighter, though. I, to be honest. I don't think it has a place in Street Fighter, but no. MK or Tekken, I think, uh, your style would be. Um, and you would say, like, the big challenge in adapting it would be, like, because there's a lot of outside forces that might um, that change how Fujitsu operates, like, mm -hmm. like knives and guns and stuff. Yeah, knives, guns, bricks, bottles, it doesn't matter. Literally, it's, like I said, it's, like, the closest... Uh, it's a literal self-defense making home to your family martial art. Gotcha. It teaches you how to get to your weapon if you're carrying a pistol, or a knife, a stick, a baton. It teaches you how to get to those things. Um, it's Like I said, it was taught to special forces. It was taught to uh, 
uh, police officers, you know what I mean? So it's not something gotcha. that is like you learn it and you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. It's more like, damn, I hope I never have to use this on. Yeah, yeah for you know sure. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know it if you have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, I mean, your uh, v uh, digital would work well in the current age of uh, Mortal Kombat. You know, Mortal Kombat is my favorite mm-hmm. fighting game. Um, because now there's this whole the interactable system. Yeah. And I'll like think of this. No, like, yeah. Small scenario, ah, man, you're like, opening me up, man. Like, I'm everyone's you. got like the interact. They can interact. There's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There's like a character in one of the levels. There's a character with a spear thrown. You can pick up the spear, stab the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can ex the spear to um, get armor for it. Mm-hmm. But say, say Chance Special is an MK. Right? Mm-hmm. He's an MK. And one of his moves is you know you make a variation. One of his variation moves takes two slots, so it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you ex the interactable, any interactable, everyone's different. Every interactable is different. Mm-hmm. Instead of it just getting armor, it's a like a brand new move. You stab, and then maybe you just keep fucking stabbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you keep stabbing them, and you're the only one who can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the interactable, say there's a chainsaw. You you, you hit him with a chainsaw, but then you ex and you like you stab him again with the chainsaw. <laughs> It'll get. I think it would get maybe the spirit of Egypt. So maybe yeah, not yeah, to, yeah. like a one for one. Like if you were to adapt it to Tekken. But. No, yeah, I feel that. Nah, honestly, the more you describe it, the more I'm like, I'd eh, be pretty lit. <laughs> I think it yeah. would be good, and that's why I, I wanted to to bring that up because yeah, you, yeah. you described it a little bit, not as in depth as you just did earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Fujitsu was about. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think about it sometimes. Uh, because it's more like very self defensive, mm-hmm. but it's like not self defensive in a way where incapacitate them and then run away so yeah, yeah. you incapacitate them and they're incapacitated for the rest of their whole lives yeah 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 and I think that's like very interesting mm-hmm. because you don't you, we don't really have a style like that that's an actual style because yeah. usually moves like that are relegated to like the street brawlers the mm-hmm. ones that are like self trained yeah 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 or they just like your Miguel's or your Cody's yeah you know exactly I mean? no I feel that definitely I don't know yeah. what your thoughts on that are oh no I'm just honestly I was listening because it was just like I was being persuaded. <laughs> nah, it was really cool. It, it sounds like, yeah, you have, just from that, from you explaining that before, I guess my mind was just like, eh. I mean, I am kind of biased. It's what we teach, you know what I mean? It's right, right. We do. Exactly. But at the same time, it would be super dope to see it, you know what I mean, played on like a, on one of the, the biggest games there is. Oh, of course, yeah. To, to have this martial art that's so like widely not known. And then you just see it on the big screen, that'd be kind of lit. Right, and but it, it also has the pitfall of suddenly it is widely known. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's True. the goal of Vijitsu or not. With that, though, um, Vijitsu is... It's kind of like how... I mean, Jiu-Jitsu is spread wide now, but you have to... In order to teach Jiu-Jitsu, you have to be a certified Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Okay, you can't just um, be like a... Yeah, and if you are, then... Or if you aren't, and, you, and you're teaching it, people will come and call you out. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So there are literal, like, you can find them on YouTube. There are guys who, yeah, I saw this dude. Uh, he's got this, he's got a gym here, and I came to take a class, and he's definitely not, you know what I mean? So they'll, they'll, there are people that go around that, that call you out for those things. So you have to, if you're not, then don't be a poser, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're, you're in an element where yeah, yeah, you could get really hurt. Yeah, and you're teaching people things that could get them really hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not something, you have, you have to be certified in order to, to, to teach it. If you're not, then literally the, the who's the head of the system now is our, the guy who taught us, is our Grandmaster Robert Evans. And if there's a place that he hears about, he'll just go to them. 
straight up. Beats him up just... No, I mean, he'll warn him first. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he was actually one of the police officers that um, was introduced to Vijitsu. Um, I mean, he was introduced before he was a police officer, I believe. But he's a bad-ass motherfucker, dude. Like, when you, when you hear stories about, like, like, just, like, mob bosses and shit, he's, like... He's the cop that would fuck him up. Like, oh, he's, yeah. He's, like, he's that cop. Yeah, dude. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you a story, man. Oh, he, um, I can't remember what he did to get it, but John Gotti, the okay. actual mobster, right. his nephew put out a hit on Grandmaster, put a hit out on uh, um, and <laughs> these guys that were trying to cash in on the hit, corner Grandmaster in a phone booth. Uh, he's in a phone booth making a call to somebody. And they came at him with guns, and he got shot once through his elbow. And those three guys are dead right now. Oh, shit. They are not alive. He murdered them. <laughs> he murdered those guys. But, uh, I mean, self-defense. Self defense. Yeah, yeah, self yeah. Defense, right? He didn't just he go, hey, you three guys, and then murder them. Yeah, he didn't get but, shot and then hit no, them. No, 100%. Them. Those guys, they, they don't exist anymore. You know what I mean? So, and then he went to John Gotti's nephew and beat the shit out of him and told him to drop the hit. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yo. Uh, literally, no, one of the only story. reasons, one of the only reasons he's in, uh, or that he went through Delaware and why we have Jitsu here, mm-hmm. is because he was driving to back home to North Carolina from New York. Uh, he was, uh, his parents live in North Carolina, um, but yeah, he was driving back home from New York, and. While he was driving there, he couldn't take, like, highways and stuff. He had to take back roads just in case anyone was still coming after him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so on one of the back roads, he was taking um, Route 13, I think it's called, or whatever, through Dover. Oh, okay. And he went past DSU. And uh, he was like, oh, there's a a college here? I didn't know there there was a college here. Let me check it out. And it's a historically black college. Yeah. And he's black. Um, So he was like, oh, man, this school is pretty dope. Let me see if uh, if I can start studying here so instead of going back to North Carolina he stayed at uh, DSU he transferred his credits or whatever and the rest of history yeah and then he started a jiu-jitsu club there and that's it and that's why we have it in Delaware right and here we are today word shit's crazy that's a badass motherfucker <laughs> he yeah. uh even it's not even just him he's just got a lineage of his, right. his dad was also a police officer. He chased down an armed bank robber on foot without a weapon, caught this man, and brought him in. Not beat the shit out of him and, and had to fight for his life. No. He literally restrained this man. Jesus, armed robber. Armed robber with a gun brought him in. I was like, yo, who are you people? <laughs> like, they sound like fighting game characters. Yeah, honestly, like, they do. That's like fighting game shit. That's just crazy, man. And they're just, they, they'll they talk to you and you wouldn't know it until they said it, but they just look like two old black guys. It's <laughs> <That's> crazy, <laughs> two man. Two old black guys. Uh, I mean, I say that, but Grandmaster still fuck anybody up. It doesn't matter. Oh, of course. Aging, nothing. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it'd be it'd be super dope to see something that's that just... That I I know this has this savage history, and but now in like a, a fighting game like where I can like no you can play as yeah it. man that'd, that'd be that'd be super dope that would be really that would be really cool to see, yeah. um, <clears throat> that is actually it as far as questions goes okay um if you have any questions of your own or concern um now's the time I don't have any concerns man this is just super fun glad to 
whatever we got to do it. Well, I'm glad you and I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I'm glad you had a good time. This yeah. is really insightful. I learned a whole lot about <laughs> things that I wasn't prepared. Uh, so there's a lot of points in here where I was stopping and looking things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I wasn't. I thought I was prepared. Mm-hmm. Turns out I wasn't prepared. That's fine. So uh, I guess it's first time for everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but those are uh, some of the best things. I really enjoy learning things. Gotcha. And um. And I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm as passionate about as martial arts as you are. Obviously, mm. like you dove head first into it. Yeah, yeah. Or at first you're tiptoeing, and then you dove head first into yeah. it. But I do like obviously I'm passionate about fighting games, and they they're intertwined a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really interesting to hear your side of things as like a like a physical fighter. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to I'm glad to share. I'm always happy to share my knowledge. Um, cool. So <clears throat> then that wraps this up. Uh, right. Thank you. Um, uh, tell the audience what your name is. I'm making it official. It's Protege Deluxe. He's officially Protege Deluxe. The chance protégé. special is no more. We out here. We're out here We're being all Protege and being <laughs> Deluxe now. He's Protege Deluxe. I'm McWolfy Goldberg, and this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. We will see you guys on the next one.